you dumb, beautiful fucker. Who wants to be in America's slash fit with Abraham Lincoln? Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Welcome to episode 260 of the All You Hear podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my five cash cow co-hosts. Happy to be in the 90s because 9-11 hasn't happened yet. Colt. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. I can't, wow, two weeks of 9-11 bits. Who would have thought? I know, right? Oh, by the way, Flubber was snubbed. That being said, it's that cannon guy. Oh. Hi, Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were going to bring that one over. But you know what? Hey, I'm Charles Stiles. Welcome to Mystery Diners. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that okay, is. Okay, my, my name is uh, JoJo. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so glad something hasn't happened to the World Trade Center. My name's Winslow. Um, well, oh, act- actually, 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 we're in the 90s. Yeah, no, the yeah, World Trade Center bombing. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> there was we're another not, bombing. We're, we're, okay, I, I know, I'm aware, but like we're Clearly like, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's this podcast that totally existed in the 1990s. <laughs> this radio show we're recording right now, excuse me. Hey, we're one of the longest running internet radio shows in the state, so Wait, I don't want to hear it. Let me rephrase. God damn it, why am I doing this? Let me rephrase. <laughs> I'm glad something, uh, man, I hope something also big doesn't happen again to the World Train Center. I don't fucking know. My name's Wenzel. <laughs> I, I love how he went back to the bit instead of just moving on to a different bit. <laughs> it's just like, I hope nothing happens to Oklahoma City or Waco. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that kind of happened. Oh, that definitely did happen yeah. in the 90s. It's your boy, Shimmy, and I'm worried about Y2K. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's the biggest fear. Honestly, I'm more concerned about Y2J. There's going to be this huge ice <laughs> storm in 94 day. that's going to just, like, ruin your life for about a week and a half, Cannon Jr. Just be prepared. <laughs> okay. Cannon Jr. I remember that blizzard. No, see, yeah. Because when Cannon was a little snowman. kid, he was named Cannon Jr. Didn't Wait, he? are we talking about the blizzard in 93? Was it 93 or 94? It was 93. 93. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It hit us, too. Man, we had a giant tree get knocked over, and it was fucking gnarly. Also, my mom saw green lightning during the the blizzard, too. That's Uh, metal as fuck. I didn't exist. That blizzard is actually one of my few happy childhood memories. For anybody listening since the 90s right now, (coughs) if you're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama in 2011, something really bad is going to (laughs) happen. Also, 9-11 is going to happen. It's, stop it. Please stop it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great idea. Let's, let's move on away from the natural disaster. I feel like yeah. all of this is going to be cut. Yeah. That's, no, this is not No, bad. we're keeping it in. I, I, <laughs> we said worse stuff on our noir episode. Which I still can't listen to because Spotify is still janked up in that regard. Yeah. just uh, if, if you're having troubles with <laughs> the film noir episode, check it out on Apple Podcasts. And if you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. 
I got 99 problems, but an Apple ain't one. I'm an Android user. Yeah. <laughs> well, it should be on Google Podcast too. I don't use that anymore either. But I can re-download it just for that because I do want to fucking hear it. Can't, um, so, Cannon just gets the raw file off. <laughs> I'm going to come down here and pull up just, just the unedited, just ready to go. I don't have to pay any Patreon tiers. <laughs> yeah, you don't need Patreon. Where you... you can also get the SoundCloud app. You give us all 20 yeah. bucks and we'll let you listen. Wow, how does a lad have to pay? <laughs> well, uh, He's a lad, and we're off you the weren't there for it. period now. And we are full lads. I was here. I was here for the last 30 minutes of it. Uh, I, was, I was working. Mm, you snooze, you lose. He well, wasn't snoozing. Well, like, uh, I, How am I? Yes, I'm losing. I can't hear the fucking episode. Is, I didn't ruin Spotify. This is out of jurisdiction, so this is lawless we're land. We're finally at the 90s bracket. How long have we been recording? Uh, about five minutes. Oh, wow. Like okay. It felt a little longer. Sorry. It's been a long day. <laughs> well, we, we know it's been a, uh, about a month since we first revealed the bracket for our 90s tournament. But we're here. We're ready to go through it finally. Yeah. It's don't so, ask uh, why. Don't, uh, don't question it. Hey, we got a life to live to and also other stuff to make. And also, we want to give you enough little, like, Excitement before we get to the main thing. Yeah. yeah. And I've been excited for this because there's one movie. Only really, there's only one movie on this list that I'm so excited to shit talk. It's going <laughs> to be so fun. <laughs> I already know which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> but no spoilers. The, but on the subject of that, let's go over all the movies that made it to the dance. See, we starting in block A, we have the overall number one seed, The Matrix. Going against the number 16 seat screen. Up! Up! We have the number 9 seat, Boogie Nights. Going against the number 8 seat, Gross Point Blank. Moving over to block B, we have the overall number 2 seat, Jurassic Park. Going against the number 15 seat, Bo Traval. And number 10 seat, The Iron Giant. Going against the number 7 seat, Groundhog Day. Coming down to block C, we have number fifth seed, Goodfellas, going to number 13th seed, Saving Private Ryan. We have number 12th seed, The Big Lebowski, going up against number six seed, The Truman Show. And lastly, in block D, we have the number three seed, Tombstone, going against number 14th seed, Princess Mononoke. And number 11th seed, From Dust to Dawn, first seed, number six seed, Pulp Fiction. What would we do when he goes to the to the bracket. I also ask each of the members here to give what they think will be the final results for the tournament. Now, I'll have the official sheet because it's nice and big. We'll put it on the wall in a nice little frame with all this is over. We can look back and laugh and think, wow, what a clusterfuck that was. <laughs> yeah. And so at the end of the show, we'll have each of the members go through their tournament papers as they deemed it. And so we'll find out who had the most correct. And also, I asked each of the members to see of the, of the entire decade which years had the most movies represented in the overall voting pool. That means all sixty nine movies that were voted for. Giggity. Nice <laughs> in the voting process. Four twenty blaze it. That was yesterday as of recording. Oh it's true. The drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> What's happening? See, see, you're getting high on pot, but what you should be getting high on is Jesus. Yeah, Look, riding that dick. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I get high on life, but I've developed a tolerance. I have to take two, three days at a time. It's really <laughs> becoming a problem. 
take three lives and call me in the morning. And cut. <laughs> Don't isolate that audio. <laughs> so how exactly we'll be going through it, we'll basically go through each of the matchups giving what we think would be the best, our, our, our personal favorites, and then whichever movie has the majority votes that will be going on to the next matchup. Right on. All right. And also be, uh, be prepared for a lot of yelling, backbiting, and hurt feelings, <laughs> yeah. and hot takes. <laughs> and yeah. then we'll get to the movies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Waka waka. All right. Waka waka. Starting off with the first matchup in block A, we have the overall number one seat, The Matrix, up against the number 16 seed, Scream. Personally, this was a very easy choice for me internally, like which one I liked more, but I'm curious what everybody's self thinking. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting matchup. Like, yeah. It was actually kind of... Well, I'll just Charles be- Styles Mystery Diners. <laughs> Charles Styles Mystery Diners. Um... I love both these movies. They both do what they set out to do extremely well. It was pretty easy for me. Yeah, I I mean my my prediction and my personal favorite like reasoning, I was like it like I feel I have a strong feeling everybody was like, Yeah, the Matrix. I love both of these movies. Scream was great, but the Matrix was a revolution. I mean, yeah. Got him got him out. Just got him. I will make a note that Jimmy's vote will not count this and, round. <laughs> and, and just and also the fact that uh, I love this round because like both of these movies had very successful franchises and have both come back. Yeah, like, like very recently. Both yeah. is dead, but both within just a few months of each other. Yeah, and um, I mean, as much as as much as I love both of these films, like I, I'm. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, yes, I did also write the Matrix. Like, nice. I, <laughs> I uh, voted for Scream because I just enjoyed Scream more. Like, oh, okay. I think Scream is the best slasher movie, best slasher franchise of all time. So it's uh, definitely up there. Hold on, sorry. Are we doing like predictions and or voting? At this? Well, right now it's just. We're we're just deliberating. Oh yeah. yeah well, yeah. We're, we're just like deliberating, and then like. We'll, any predictions that's at the end. Trim, trim. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's two for the Matrix and one for Scream right now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm clearly Matrix. Matrix, so, Matrix, Matrix, Matrix. 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 Okay. <clears throat> Matrix wins. What about you? Uh, Personally, like, for me, I was like, I said it on the bracket reveal. It's like, I really love both <clears throat> of these. And, like, obviously the Matrix has the pedigree of, like, it revolutionizing action movies <laughs> yeah. because like every like there for a while you saw like all these imitators of, of the matrix after it came out and then like out you know it's one of the biggest franchises ever and scream is just like kind of reset a lot of like horror fans and like kate started a, a new like a new lease on life for horror in the 90s yeah, yeah. yeah because like early 90s horror was kind of weak i mean there there were some hidden gems in there but it really wasn't until scream that 90s horror really became what it was i was about to say it pretty much did um for slashers what the matrix did for action movies in my opinion yeah yeah like, it, it definitely gave it a shot in the arm exactly it, it like it it kind of it made fun of slashers but it also was like it, like it, slash- it, was also, it was also a solid slasher in of itself. It, yeah. it reset that slashers also can be 
like I don't want to say take it seriously, but like you know, like it could be fun. It's still viable, you know. Yeah. 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 Not to say that like classic slashers can't be fun, but because like, I mean, th- because I'm crazy, slasher shit happens, you know. Yeah. But like, basically, it took like slashers and just did it to the best of its ability at that time. Yeah. yeah. So it just made like the most like hyperbolic version of that. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. like in a modern setting, and like uh, uh, very clear, clearly acknowledging everything that came before. Yeah. And, and and like I mean, I I can't help but like you know I don't get scared when I watch it, obviously. Be, because like I take it seriously because it's a good movie, but it's so fucking goofy. I love it. Yeah, like, like we've that's mentioned the intention, isn't it? Isn't it? That is yeah, the intention. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That is the intention. One of my favorite <laughs> things about Ghostbusters is to how much shit he eats. Yes. How he eats <laughs> shit around the so house so much. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Out of everything on the list, we've got Scream is easily top three of most influential movies. To pop culture, yeah. along with Matrix and Jurassic Park, and which why it aggravates me. I say me. Pulp Fiction's like Pulp Fiction's top five, but I think you know Matrix and Scream and Jurassic Park had more of an influence. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Agree. That's, I, I, I'd, I'd say that. that. Yeah, like like Pulp Fiction's influence was more on like I guess quote art cinema for yeah. lack of a better term, and I, I hate that and term. It, it like, was much more parodied. But like there wasn't a lot that was trying to be Pulp Fiction because Pulp oh, there's Fiction one was... movie on this list that is trying to be Tarantino so bad. Well, the thing about Tarantino is Tarantino is just being eight other directors that he likes. Yeah, I, I mean he is definitely like. We'll, we'll, we'll save that. I, that was I, for the, yeah, the yeah. for that conversation. Yeah, Scream is super influential. Yeah, but, I, yeah. but honestly, out of all these, I think Matrix might be the most influential movie. There's a reason it's the number one seed. Yeah. And if you don't vote for Matrix, you're transphobic. I'm sorry. But if you vote for the Matrix, you're racist because the Wachowski sisters made us someone do Yellowface in uh, Cloud Atlas. So. <laughs> but also, who the fuck watched that? A, a lot, lot of people. A lot of people, actually. <laughs> I had to stop watching because I just felt so, like, Thrown off, like what the fuck? Also, the See, that's what happens when you watch that. So, Speed Racer's good. I'm team Speed Racer. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it, it's it. It kind of saddens me. Like, I knew going in that like Scream probably wasn't gonna take this round. Even even like thinking, feeling in my heart that Matrix was gonna win, but still, it, it's a little heartbreaking. But still, I love you, Scream. Well, I mean, Scream would have gone farther. In a lot of other places. Oh on yeah, this list for, for sure. sure. But like it's, you know, it's I, I probably would have been in a different position if more people voted yeah. for it. Yeah. Like in yeah. this particular instance, Scream is that one dude who kept giving Mike Tyson shit on that plane today, and the Matrix is Mike Tyson beating the piss out of that guy who gave him shit on that plane. Mm, today. Tropical South Park <laughs> humor. That's what we provide. Yeah. <laughs> what the. What? God, I do not want to be. It's like that's just real life, though. Like <laughs> South Park humor is just real fucking. I'm life. trying to do it. <laughs> certain places, definitely. Uh, I'm trying to do a goofy laugh because when I think of scream, I think oh, because it's goofy, you know. I, I goofy still, is I'm not. Sorry, I'm, I'm still on the thought. Like I, I love this movie. But Disney would well, never. Well, allow and I will say, like, the Matrix is goofy too. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. it is batshit fucking insane. Yeah, and, and like. You know, not counting the sequels, which I think are, which are a little overhated. The third one is garbage, though. I will. Yeah. Revolutions blows, but 
and and, I, and like like Colt said, some of the Wachowskis later stuff is very iffy. <coughs> but man, if your legacy is the fucking Matrix, I mean, I I would be making weird and bullshit too. <laughs> not not the yellow face though. That that was not cool. <gasps> Mm. It was like 2012 when it came out. What the fuck? How did you let that pass? And, and it's one of those things like I I understand the artistic decision of why they would do that, but also at the same time, like, no, you don't do that. They gave him fake eyelids. Like, it was that, so yeah, bad. Yeah, that, oh, that's, wow. not, that's not good. Mm. So the Matrix wins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're saying. <laughs> so the Matrix is moving on to the next round. Correct. So the next matchup in Block A is the number nine C Boogie Nights going against the number eight C Gross Point Blank. <laughs> this is the <laughs> easiest getting choice. getting the flappies over all right, here. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Easy, right? Gross Easiest point one. Burn in hell. All right, I've referenced this earlier. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. Gross Point Blank was the fucking worst movie on this list, (laughs) even though I technically have it rated higher than another one. That's different. This movie fucking (laughs) mid as hell. It's not good. It's really not. Whoever added it to this list pissed me off because, like, there's so many other better 90s movies, and we let this shit get on here. It was so funny because me and Cole, we were driving, and we were talking about it, and I thought about it literally when we got out of my car. I brought it down lower. I was like, man, I really don't fucking like this movie. Like, what? For, for those who don't know what Gross Point Blank is, it's a movie where John Cusack plays a, a international man. assassin who's, in, who's invited to go back to his oh, teenage. Let's calm down with international assassin. Let's put Hitman. He's not he, that. He's an assassin. And he so, fucking no, he sucks is. at he it. He, <laughs> he gets invited back to his teenage high school reunion where he, where he meets back with all these people that he sort of exited from his life because he was like a bad kid and he ran away from town and no one knew what happened to him. So he kind of had to like play up what he's been doing all this time where people are like, quizzing him about it and then over the course of the movie he, he falls back in with uh, his girlfriend that he stood up on his senior prom and he, all these other people like other assassins and the FBI are trying to hunt him down too so like there's all this other drama and turmoil except it's at least you know your mileage may vary for the majority of the group here it wasn't as exciting I, as, it, as a plot may seem yeah like, I, I, I sh- Sorry. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say, on paper, it, it sounds like yeah. a much cooler movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the way it was sold to me by people who voted for this, I was like, hell yeah, I'm excited to check this out. And then, wow, was I disappointed. I saw the poster, and I was like, fuck, this looks fucking white and mid as hell. And But, and but the was. premise, the premise, like you said, on paper, it sounds so interesting. I was like... I'm ex- like, I want to watch this. I have to watch this. So, Wenzel, this Christmas gift I have of the Gross Point Blank, blank theatrical poster, you, you don't want that then? That's kind of that's a funny bit, though. It still oh, be a good bit. I, I, was I, I, I do actually have that poster. <laughs> I thought you were fucking kidding. I need you to send it to a fake address. I will pick it up. <laughs> there is a drop box down the corner. Yeah, this I, is there's a drop box. Tell the guy up front this password and you'll get in. It was like apparently like do like the drone delivery services that some WalMarts are implementing now. Have you seen this shit? It's pretty crazy. It's but but I've actually always been interested in watching this movie for okay, John Cusack um has has been one of my favorite actors for a while. 
Uh, and this is just one I never watched. And then, whoa, whoopsie-daisy, ended up on the bracket. And then we watch it, and I was just like, it's like the, the pacing's weird. Like, it's some people just uh, – don't know how to film conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Let's talk about this because I, I, I need to say full on spoilers. By the way, oh. for this. Oh yeah. Okay, so there are multiple scenes in this movie where you know it'll just be shot reverse shot of people having a conversation, but when it would go back to the reverse shot, like the people would be in like different positions to the point where it's distracting, where it's like you can tell they didn't film this all sequentially or like there's one scene in particular where him and his girlfriend are walking outside and like they shot it they clearly shot the movie outside but like it was also like at dusk so like each shot has like different lighting but they're like rearranged out of order oh yeah so some shots are like brighter than or, or like darker than others and then it's just I will say for the for the like for the moving stuff I just thought that he was fidgeting because he's a hitman and he's just like paranoid of being fucking hunted oh, yeah. down. I just thought that was that, but I like I he know. didn't want his back to the door at all yeah. at everywhere he went. Yeah. yeah. But, but like I, I don't know, to me there's like better ways of communicating that. Like it was very choppy. Or or, or like I, I will say like or, or another good example is like editing. when they actually go to the high school reunion. And they start playing all this licensed music from the 80s. Oh, yeah. And, and like, this music is all good. It, you know, it's like Under Pressure, you know, Iran, things like that. The killer soundtrack. It, it, like, the soundtrack to this movie is really good. But, like, y- you know, they can only use so much of the song, I imagine. <laughs> but, but, so, there's not me Like, you'll hear, like, 10 seconds of Under Pressure, and then it'll just... Hard cut to something else. Okay, I, it'll cut to like the middle of like. I will say the whole a flock of seagulls. The or something. whole like situation, like the editing, and then like you said that. I will say that was fucking like that was. I I can all of your gripes like for that. I was like yeah, oh yeah, that was bad. And this is the most infuriatingly Gen X movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. and 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 this and the whole like plot where you know the you know the the old love flames rekindled when they first meet in that radio station, like I know what they were trying to convey. Like, Oh my God, they, they both still have very strong feelings for each other, but even still, that's just weird. Hi, haven't seen you in 10 years. Let's just, Fucking smush faces smush immediately. Faces. This movie fucking. The more you talk about it, the more it's pissing me off because it's the most bullshit stuff. It's the it's quirky early 2010s quirky <laughs> bullshit, but it's in the 90s, and these people are 28, 29, 30 years old, acting like fucking teenagers, pissing me the fuck off, and they're like saying, "Kick me in the air like an airplane." Ooh, okay, ooh. I was about to bring this up. Because that scene, because me and Colt were talking this in the fucking car, it was so fucking stupid. So there's a point in there where it's like, oh yeah, you know, like quirky, like they're acting like teenagers. He goes to her house, the girl, and um, then he had to meet the, her fucking father, like he was a little kid, like a teenager again. Well, it was weird. Oh, well, I mean, that was because of like they're kind of doing a bit of like, oh, introductions again because he fucking stood her up, but right. because he never, I don't think he ever met. Plus, like, the father comes back as a plot point, yeah, later in the so movie. So they had to do that. But uh, yeah. anyway. Mm. So she, he basically like, she's like, you know, 
do like airplane me or something and, and and i'm like what the fuck is she talking about and she he literally picks her up with her with his shoes still fucking on on the bed and is like holding her up with his fucking feet making her fly like an airplane i'm like are they children what the <laughs> fuck is this this is so fucking stupid and, and, and no one talks like normal people no. oh my god like they talk like like you know how people write Everyone talks like some like it, like how people write, it's, it's, and it is really distracting. It's like, really like fucking choppy and quirky. That's what I fucking hate about it. Like I feel like this movie was trying to be like Jackie Brown or Pulp Fiction, and just fell on his face. Yeah, and I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry, John Cusack. But Con Air is leagues better than this movie. I don't know why he is so like, ooh, I don't know. Con Air is like the worst movie I was ever in. I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. Really? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. I, but. I, I, I mean, also, too, like, the gun action was kind of fun. It was kind of stupid. No one ever hit shots ever. Nobody. Like, <laughs> stormtroopers. Like, for him to be such a good assassin. Like, he sucks. <laughs> he sucks. Like, and, and when we say he's good, he is making bank because he's so fucking good. I, I will get there. There was this one. Now, I will say this about it. Like, like I, said, I didn't really enjoy it that much. Either. Like I said, it's mid. I literally gave it like two and a half, like yeah. right there. Smack. It's like it's not it's definitely not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it is far from the best thing. I will say maybe these weird bits where. Um, you know they were acting like kids because um, uh, if I remember correctly didn't he he like fucking dipped out of high school joined the army I was gonna say one of the good things I thought was cool for the plot was interesting I don't know why I'm writing uh, was was literally the whole plot of him like he literally dipped out right before going to prom he joins the army yeah. goes straight into the army and he's been basically been off the grid, not off the grid, but like nobody has seen or heard anything from him for 10 fucking years. He didn't even like, his parents didn't even know what happened. His mom sort of knew because he's been sending her money. But other than that, nobody knew what the fuck happened to the guy. They thought he was dead. Yeah. And like you said, like maybe he never got the chance like to like kind of like grow up, like transition into growing up. But even then, it's like, still a little. The dude comes, fucking killed people. Yeah. Like, but I mean, there is you're not supposed to like him, or I don't know. Like that, that silly bullshit. People get like a, a little too bothered. Okay, by no, t- when that when that people car- like liking villainous characters and stuff. But when that car goes off the fucking sunset, they definitely want you to root for this guy. I and I will say there's another bit. I love this reoccurring bit in the film where he people are just asking him, "Hey, what you been doing? What do you what do you do?" He's like, "I kill people." It's like I'm a professional killer. He literally tells people he just that, says it. and they're just like, "Ha ha ha!" And then like, yeah. And I will say there was that really good bit with Jeremy Piven where he's like, after he kills that fucking ghoul looking guy. Now that was kind of funny. That was kind of fun. That dude looked like he was wearing a Halloween mask. That dude yeah. looked fucking not real. Yeah. You know what? He, he looked like Carl Havoc from I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> also, I wanted to bring this up for Shim. Uh, does Jer- I want to take it off. Does Jeremy Piven have it somewhere in his contract where he plays like the uh, uh, quirky uh, best friend part because he has shown up in uh, The Family Man. Yeah. Which I, I was just like, oh, wow. This, I mean, it's not the same part, but it's not far off it's in this movie. Similar. He was typecast for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so 
after he gets done killing this ghoul, um, Jeremy Piven sees it, and so they he gets his gets he's also his high school best friend. They get they dump the body in a fucking furnace, and Jeremy Piven's like, "So what do you do for a living?" And it's just like, you know what I fucking do for a living? You know, obviously just look, and he's like, "Fuck, I sell toilets." Yeah, <laughs> like it. You know. It was it was just so fucking mid because and then fucking Dan Aykroyd looks like a ch- <laughs> looks like a fucking chud. <laughs> That's what Colt said with that haircut. He looks like a chud, not a Chad, a chud. <laughs> I will say Dan Aykroyd is such a goober, and I I, I love his unhinged stuff. Except nothing but trouble. That movie's garbage, but. I, I do kind of like him in this movie. He was actually kind of yeah. fun. It was kind of fun, too, with the fucking cafe scene where he has a gun <laughs> under the table, and he's just like, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking head and fuck your brain hole. Like, like, <laughs> as, like the eight, as the waitress Here's your up, ex. Like, she's like, Here's your food. <laughs> God. Like, like if the movie was more of, like, that, and but it's, like, more of, like, a rom-com. Yeah. And, like, the assassin stuff is more of, like... The, vestigial, yeah. It's just like I, ah, I just couldn't be bothered to give a shit. It, it'd be it'd be right for a, a remake where they kind of lean more toward like the comedy of it or like more toward the action of it. Because like the, the movie that came to mind was like Smoking Aces from like the early two thousand, where it's just like all these assassins are just like crisscrossing against each other, and they're just like shooting stuff up. A movie that also features Jeremy Piven. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it, so to give you an idea of how I looked while I was watching this movie, imagine a blanket over me and I'm just... Nobody can see that. This is audio. I know. It's just, it's just for the for us. It's just it's, for it's us. It's just for the people in the room. If, if, to give the audience an idea, just imagine a cat with a blanket on it and squinting its eyes like the cat from the table meme, you know, where the woman's screaming at it. Oh, yeah. Just that. Just imagine that. So, so like... Usually when we watch movies together, it we're usually bidding to high heaven, having a grand old time, like Mystery Science Theater, this shit. Or it's just complete silence. And usually when it's silent, it's either because the movie's really fucking good or just we're not feeling it. Yeah. So like I was just like, oh, man, I'm not feeling this movie. And then like as like me, like Pat and Ken, like we all turned to each other, we were like I tried so hard. I, 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 did. I did. I tried. And then about halfway through, I'm just like, oh, it, this is what this like, movie like is. Like, again, okay. it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. However, it makes me wish that somehow High Fidelity came out in 99 instead of 2000. Because uh, God damn it. Yeah, I was going to say, because Colt, we were t- I was talking to Colt because I was telling him uh, we were just talking about it. And he was like, this made it onto the list, but... N- End of Evelyn Gelling can stay, and like you know, we were. I talk, understand why. Understand. I, I mean, that that was just for time. Reason. But I know. like, but like, still, it's like, and I, I told him like, none of us knew, none of us knew anything about this fucking movie other than what it, you know, the blurb. Like, well, I, like, I like, like honestly, oh, like, well, just I knew about it. I just had never seen it. Yeah, we never seen it. Yeah, like, like nobody knew. Shawshank's not on this list. Perfect Blue. Misery, the mask. Misery. I did want to Tommy say Boy. the mask. The mask. I did want to say like it's it's not that this got gross point point got a disproportionately high number of votes. It's just because there was there there were sixty nine total movies like we said. It, every almost every ballot had a completely different set of five movies. So after a point, like if it got at least two votes, it was put to the bracket. So gross point point got exactly two votes. So and I know exactly who did it. 
We yeah, yeah, know. We, we all know. Plus, we've said we, we all times. fucking know. We all over the last we, couple we, we weeks. We doxed them on the show. Not really. They've been on the show. Well, we doxed. <laughs> well, I doxed one of them. Well, I didn't know the show. other. Um, yeah. The show. Yeah. Let's just say their names start with F and E. Well, one <laughs> of them is your roommate, and one of them was just doing impressions with us. Let's just say. Well, I'm just going alphabetical order E and F. Winslow, Frank, Frank. They're that close. Frank, it was Frank. Frank. Fucking Frank. <laughs> Man, when is the next episode of Winslow and Frank? That's what I'm looking for. After I don't, this, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, hey, wait. Hold on. That hey hey what the hey what the fuck what, <laughs> fuck you wait, Frank hey, first of all gross point blank is a fantastic movie you just don't understand okay you just don't understand you old fucking mini, man mini driver you're not you know mini okay fucking driver okay wait a minute mini driver radio <laughs> 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 Wenzel's like the only reason I gave this movie two and a half stars. I, I, I put it at three <laughs> originally. Wenzel fucking broke me. I couldn't. <laughs> All right, Wait, so but, but Frank and Emilio, if you're listening, we're just busting your balls. Yeah. We love you both. For yes. a counterpoint, yes. Out of these two movies, and I, I said this to you guys, I don't like Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. Boogie Nights is absolutely the superior film. It's yes. better acted. The writing's better. Everything about it is better. Truth. I do not personally like it. Gross point blank. Uh, yeah, I said it last time. It's mid. Like you say, it's, it's a mid movie. But for the time, which I lived through, it was very well received. And it did lean more into the rom-com. Yeah. So... For the time, it wasn't as badly as it has a. It has aged poorly. Yeah. I will admit that. Well, and I don't want to like shit on like all rom coms because there are good ones out there. <coughs> yeah, I yeah. want to shit on most of them though. Yeah, but, but but there there are like pretty boilerplate ones, like boilerplate like rom com plot points it, that this movie hits. I'm like, yeah, you could have done a little more with this. This is just a, this is an inoffensive '90s romantic comedy. And it was edgier because it was the Hitman stuff. That was unusual for the time. Yeah. And this was also right at the beginning where scripts were being written to be wordier because you had the influence of Tarantino and Kevin Smith especially. Mm -hmm. And just some people can't do that as well. So the movie itself is fine. It hasn't aged well. But it's still fine. I'm voting for Gross Point Blank. Not because it's better but because I prefer it. And that's that's, that's what opinion. we're doing that's here. Because mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, the next one, I'm, uh, I, have, I feel the same way about a particular movie. But, but let's just say, everybody else, guess what? Probably votes for Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights fucking Can I just say, and this is true, I was the only one here right now who had not seen it yet. I hadn't seen it. Boogie Nights? Oh, you hadn't seen it? That was, yeah, oh, this was man. my first fucking time. That was, it was my first, too, and um, wow. I, <laughs> when I, Paul Thomas Anderson hits, he hits. Like, I, if I, I... Yeah, I gave this a five, I think. You did. It's, yeah. It's worth it. Like, it's, it's fucking just... I mean, it's... 
it's characters. It's colorful. There's always something happening, and you don't feel bogged down at any moment. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel like a homework assignment. It's just... <laughs> It was such a fun time. I mean, like, it was, you know, it was fun, but there was also, like, some, like, actual, like, seriousness to mm-hmm. it. And, like, when that seriousness hits, it fucking hits. It, like, and it's like, Mark Wahlberg's like, best role. Yeah, yeah. Like, the themes it was dealing with were really fucking good. Like, like I mean, you know, discrimination. And, God, like, that fucking sucked. Like, that, like, just, oh, those. And, and, like, I know we'll probably get to it when, when it, we, when it worked putting it against the matrix but like the fucking the scene with william h macy where it transitions from the 70s to the 80s banging and 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 like it's just like oh yeah the 70s was all this cool time we were making porn being awesome and then it's just like things go downhill because it's just like (laughs) the like the thing that happens with uh william h macy obviously just like that cut is like holy shit, and uh, hearing Paul Thomas Anderson talk about that scene because he was he initially showed it to some friends, and when they were get when he was getting to that scene, they were all like cheering William H Macy on, and he was like, "Fuck, this is not what I want." Yeah, he's like, "They're not supposed to be rooting for this guy because he does he does something awful. Yeah. He does something awful." And then, then they, and then when he puts the gun in his mouth, like he said, the room went silent. He's like, "Okay, I did what I set out to do." Yeah, that's good. That's good because if if he just walked away from that completely fine, and it's like you know, you know, like like a, he should not be championed for that. Like, don't get me wrong, what was happening sucks. Like, like but- I, and I totally understand where he's coming from and why he would snap because the first half of that movie, all he does is get shit. On. He gets yeah. shit on, dude. Yeah, and it fucking sucks. Poor William H. Macy, am I right? <laughs> Check this movie out. Like, it, don't get spoiled. I, I still love the fucking, um, you know, William H. Macy looks like a very specific breed of dog. And then, yeah. <laughs> God damn it, you're not wrong. And, 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 you know, the fucking video of it where it's like, it's not, it will be the night, I will fall for you. Oh God, please, no. And, and it cuts to fucking William H. Macy at the end. So fucking good. <laughs> also, I did want to bring this up. Uh, what if we had like a time machine and the capabilities? What if we got a uh, Burt Reynolds from that movie to play Sully in an Uncharted movie today? Good, that I, fits be, very well. That would be yeah. really fucking good. Well, a lot better than Mark Goddamn Wahlberg. I'll I, say that. I had no idea Burt Reynolds is in this. I really fucking like Burt Reynolds. You know, he was a really good. He was really good in this movie. From yeah. what I've Turn seen, Ferguson's funny name. Turf Ferguson's funny name. <laughs> <laughs> From what I've seen of his stuff, like which admittedly is not much, I Same. I, I I think this is one of his best performances. I think him and PTA didn't really get along that well. Oh, well, Burt Reynolds was famously an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that, that too. Okay, and Paul Thomas Anderson is famously an asshole. Yeah, like like there there is this. Uh, I think it's they're doing the press junket for Punch Drunk Love. And Paul Thomas Anderson is coked out of his mind, like, and he's just like, ah! like acting like a fucking crazy person, and like Adam Sandler and Philip Seymour Hoffman are like, <laughs> fuck, that sucks. That's also funny. Like, like I mean, it, like PTA wasn't doing anything bad, but he was just out of his fucking mind. Yeah. behaving yeah. very manically and like this, you know, public tour of the movie. There was also a scene. Me and Cole talked about it. 
obviously I think it's Jesse Girl's scene where with the firecrackers. I was oh, the entire time I was like, timer. who the fuck is this? Why is he doing this? So fuck. I'm just like mm. I'm like, what? Like he and the and the guy's just like, yeah, he's this, you know. Uh, yeah, I just keep him here. Here, like, why? What is his purpose? Also, Thomas Jane showing up out of fucking nowhere. That was I, nice. I, I forget he's in this movie. Who's Thomas say- Jane? A uh, mustache. Oh, uh, he, he was the yeah. he was the guy who gets him into drugs. Yeah, yeah, he was the dancer. And I was about it's like, God, this movie's really good, but uh, I don't even think Mark Wahlberg's the best part of this thing. Oh God, no, he's not. He, he yeah, yeah, like like John? I mean, this is his best movie, but he is far and away like not the yeah. best part of the movie. And this was still when people were making fun of him. They were like, Ah, Marky Mark's gonna be in a movie that's stupid. He can't do that. <laughs> I will say Mark's performance, especially when like he's having that fight with his mom, I was like, "Fuck!" That was intense. That was intense, and, and it's like really early in the movie too. He's like, "Fuck you!" Mom. I was like, "He's just like, why are you being so mean to me?" And I'm like, "I'm like, what? God damn, I feel bad. I'm well, sorry, Mark." I was thinking of Saturday Night Fever the whole time. <laughs> but then time. I remember the racist <laughs> shit, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Yeah." And then, and then he he uh, committed a hate crime. I'm like, yeah, "He's just an actor," but this is really good. <laughs> I hate to say it, but we've got twelve more matchups. Yeah, we need to move on. Yeah, you move one of my nuts. We talked about the second matchup for like 20 minutes. Uh, you been counting, motherfucker? No, you been counting? I'm just thinking. Show me your watch. Justin's got to be at work tomorrow. So does Cannon and everyone else. Do you have to be at work? But yeah, no. Boogie Nights. That's my vote. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. It's All fucking right, what's Thursday. next, Pat? Uh, so that is, comes to the end of Block A. So exiting Block A, we will have the Matrix go against Boogie Nights. But first, we'll, we got to move on to Block B, which will be Jurassic Park going against Bo Traval. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Which, like, <laughs> j- just to preface this matchup, and other than this show, what other fucking spot on the planet will these two movies ever even touch? Nowhere. We no. mentioned on the same sentence. Nowhere. Okay, we got Jurassic Park, which is probably, like, one of the easiest movies to watch. Like, it is the biggest crowd pleaser to ever exist. True. Probably next to Star Wars. And then you have Beau Traval, which is this very contemplative, meditative art piece. And I'm like, this is chaotic as fuck, because I, I like them both for what they do individually. But if you had to put a gun in my head and you was like, you gotta choose one, it's easy. It's Jurassic Park. Go ahead and pull the trigger. I mean, it's just like, click, I click, mean, boom. I mean... <laughs> Bo Traval doesn't have dinosaurs. Here's my, my thing. Case. But here's the thing, though. All the dinosaurs are wrong, inaccurate, so already. I, I'm sorry. Neil deGrasse Tyson, we don't have out a woke dinosaurs in our movies. Okay, that's okay. not just woke. That's just better science. Well, oh, yeah, because well, this movie is over 20 well, years I old. I know. That's the joke. We were just yeah. shit-talking Neil deGrasse Tyson for doing that shit, and now you're wanting to pull it. That's not the that's not the same thing though. Well, he was sure like nitpicking like the small science details. Uh, we're just talking about Neil deGrasse Tyson being a pedantic. Oh, uh, yeah, like you are right now. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Wenzel. <laughs> Neil deGrasse well, I mean, motherfucker, Wenzel. they do have feathers. I mean, that. I, I mean, oh they my do. god, we know that now. Dead. They're all fucking dead. Oh, they're dude. skeletons. They don't have feathers anymore. There's no feathers there. They're just skeletons. Also, now they have feathers. They're all pussies. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it has feathers, your stupid face. If you, if, also, if you want to go back and listen to our, us tackle the insane discourse of 
feather dinosaurs being liberal propaganda and woke bullshit, uh, go back to the last episode. It's, we d- we uh, run roughshod all over that. And silly for the listeners board. at home, that w- what I said was a joke. I don't even know what you but, said. But uh, I will say, counterpoint to Beau Traval. Like the fucking score of this movie is fucking fire. The, the Spielberg dinosaurs. The fucking ending for Bo Travall when he's just mm. he's just fucking going crazy. That was fucking good. I mean, that was good too. Like, that, and that Rhythm of good. the Night is a great song. But like T Rex. Thank you. Raptors. Sam Neill. Anyway, so here's my thing when it comes to this. Like the influence of Jurassic Park. Like, yeah, I mean. I'm like, I was a dinosaur kid. I'm still a fucking dinosaur kid. But the thing is, is that personally, Bo Traval is just a better fucking movie. So that's where my vote goes into Bo Traval. I mean, it, it is funny that it was. I put Bo Traval on my list for the for the tournament. I didn't think he would make it because like, huh? Uh, here, here's a, a, a seat filler, and then fucking Wenzel. What I even seen the movie. <laughs> Put it on his list, and that, and that automatically put it into the. You tournament. voted for it, and you didn't even see it. Yeah, I, did you not? That's listen? what I said. Wait, no. Did you not, no. Did you listen to the episode? No. Oh, well. yeah. Most of the movies he picked on his list were ones he hadn't seen. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Funny. Oh, that's fucking our, stupid. Our reactions, <laughs> our, our reactions were very similar. No, I thought it was funny. Not not just theirs. Like I I had listeners like tell me it's like what the fuck was Wenzel thinking? Yeah, and not no. seeing any of his movies. Yeah, no, I mean list. I don't fucking. What care. the fuck, Wenzel? How do you have enemies that's on and off the pond? There was three movies I hadn't seen on there that I voted that I was like, you know what? I know these are gonna be good, so I'm gonna vote for them. Just fucking watch I, the movie. You don't have to make a pie. But to fuck be, you. but the thing is, is that like I honestly I thought that there was gonna be like a lot of movies that people voted for like the same. I had no idea too that there was gonna be so many. Branching. Like. I know, right? I thought there was going to be so much more crossover. You could have gotten fucking Perfect Blue or any of those other beautifully... You know what? You fucked hey. me. You fucked me. You <laughs> fucked me. No, uh, you need to shut the fuck up because you put the end of Evangelion, which has an entire fucking show that you need to I was told watch. best 90s hey, movie. No, 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 no. Like, you need guys, to shut the guys, fuck up. Let me settle this. You're both wrong. Fuck you both. <laughs> so anyway, I voted for Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Well... well for those who don't know what Bo Travall is, I'd be willing to bet a lot of people don't know what it is. For everyone yeah, but that is you. Very true. It's, it is a it's, a, it's a it's an art film from 1999 about the French Foreign Legion as they're stationed in Africa. And like Joe, Joe said, it's a very quiet, contemplative film. And it's about uh, these you know, younger crews as they're under the um, stewardship of one of the just like commanding officer. And they're sort of like going through these monotonous day-to-day routines and drills in the desert. A lot of ironing clothes. While he's trying to catch the eye of his superior officer. And and during that time, a, a new recruit is added to the uh, man's platoon. and so But he's so like well-liked and so high in his marks that he starts to take attention away from his commanding officer. And so he gets jealous of him and it sort of spirals out of control from there. And a lot of the movie is just this commentary on masculinity, how, like, the endless drills that they're doing is just, like, a symbol for, like, the performative masculinity that men put on and how they have to be ready at all times to, like, perform who they are, perform as men. But when they're not doing these sort of broke drills, they're much more, like, you know, kind and, like, familiar with each other. And even when they're doing these highly 
masculine performative drills, they, they can't escape, like, you know, the homoeroticism that's inherent in all of their actions. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like this really interesting metaphor for, and the commentary on masculinity and like homosexuality and like all these different things. And plus, even military occupation and imperialism inside of this country. Yeah. So, like, it's just a really interesting movie here. Although, even as someone who loves this movie, gives it five stars, it's so wildly different from Jurassic Park. They're not comparable films. <laughs> yeah. So, for the bit, I love this matchup. Yeah. <laughs> but one has to move on. And even though I love Bo Travall, it's not a movie that I feel like engenders, like, a lot of repeated viewing. Because, like, not every movie does that and that's perfectly fine because like i appreciate everything this movie does but in parts it felt like watching paint dry and and like i gave it four stars like i really enjoyed it and and everything you said is fucking great and there's so many like like Wenzel, like the scene at the end where he's finally just being himself and dancing the rhythm of the night so yeah so that's kind of a spoiler so at the very end it's like it's more of a flashback but like when there's no no eye this is like our main character basically Master Sergeant Galoo Um, no eyes on him the club's empty dude just fucking lets loose and it's so fucking good And, And, and I love how like when it like you know when they're in because they're like all like around Djibouti. They're in Djibouti, yeah. Yeah, like everything's like bright and vibrant, and like the like the water is just so clear and blue. And then, when, and then when he when it cuts back to like modern day France, it's just kind of drab and it's, gray. It's drab. It's um, structured, like not organized per se, but it's like you know concrete jungle like yeah. like barely any sort of like this beautiful scenery cinematography is fantastic it, it's mm-hmm. beautiful and and i mean don't get me wrong i definitely agree that it's a slow burn for me it's a slow burn and i can like it's a slow movie like yeah of course um and i knew like my prediction was for jurassic park because there's, i was like there's no way Travol's gonna win this but i love Travol so much more than jurassic park i'm like yeah i'm gonna you know, my votes for Bo Travall, obviously, but I know it's not going to win. Then that's, that's. I mean, like, all, we're yeah. not upset here. I mean, it's, I'm a, not it's upset a pretty either. obvious choice. I'm not upset either. I, I'm just, I'm bidding. I'm bidding. And obviously. plus, like, when, when is this movie ever going to be talked about again? So, yeah. like, it, it, it needs, like, it's a little bit before we move on to. Yeah. If, if we need to discuss Jurassic Park. Because we, we're going to talk about Jurassic Park later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I um, and, and the criticism for recommending movies. Uh, that I hadn't seen, I get that, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm not, I'm not fighting back or anything. Like, yeah, D- D- Jimmy D- has got a middle finger floating. But the thing is, co-champions are always I, fighting. I, I will, I still will say that I know for a fact that those movies I recommended, I know I would love them, and in some other, you know, universe, especially I, Taste of Cherry. Yeah, like I, I still do plan. There's actually a whole list of movies that didn't make it on here that I do plan to watch before the end of the month that are 90s films because I fucking realized like damn there's a lot of 90s films that are really fucking good 90s was a good decade for movies and so yeah so that's all I have to say alright so I think we'll get more into Jurassic Park in the next uh, installment but uh, obviously Jurassic Park goes on wait I didn't vote huh I didn't vote oh I wonder what (laughs) Cannon voted for I wonder what Cannon's it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I, it is a gorgeous movie. It is shot very well. However, I feel like shit happens at like a breakneck fucking speed in this movie. 
Like so, like the pacing. It's like one of the first movies in a long time where I feel like the pacing was too fast. I will say it's a slow burn, but if you move, you'll miss something. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I, I, I was there. I was there the whole time. Trust and, me. And, and I will say we watched it on four twenty. We might have partaken of some substances. <laughs> oh, we'll edit this. No, I remember everything. That's but. I, I, I was kind of there was like parts of it I was like kind of hard it was kind of hard to follow and I bet because <laughs> my brain was also I just wild. watched another movie too yeah uh, like you watched Princess Mononoke and then oh, wow. jumped into Beau Travol I had me a double feature yesterday and I'd work and I was fucking tired but yeah man I will say and like god damn it fucking uh, I'll say it here and it's my review on Letterboxd uh, we need more like like Olympic power hugging that needs to be an Olympic sport. <laughs> yes. Because uh, that, 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 that lo- scene was I, fucking I good. love that scene. That was really fucking yeah, good. I'm just like, they, just, they just, just big old just hugs. Bump and just, boom. It's like, it, my, my Letterboxd review was pretty succinct. Like, there's like all these like eloquent, beautiful like like theses on this movie. Five stars. I'm just like, Shit happens when dudes aren't allowed to be gay. Five stars. Yeah. I love your review of that it, movie. I think, <laughs> I think on Criterion Channel, it falls under um, the list of films that go under the female gaze. Really fucking... I mean, yeah. that's not wrong. I mean, it, the director is a woman, and that's yeah. no, like it's, part of her intention. Yeah. Next matchup in Block B, and that's The Iron Giant going against Groundhog Day. Now, originally... This was the end of Evangelion versus Groundhog Day. An, an even more insane matchup. And, and, and another, in a, a periscope to another reality, I would have loved to have seen that deliberation. I mean, both of them are existentially terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, with what we have in front of us, uh, I still think it's, it's a very good uh, competition. It was like a lot of feelings, I think, will come out in this one because they both invoke uh, a lot. Jimmy, because this is one of Ronald Day being one of your favorite movies ever. It is actually. It's my third favorite film, and I also love the Iron Giant. It stars the voice talents of some of my favorite people, and also Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, but like, the like, best voice actor, like Harry me. Connick Jr., one of yeah. my favorite musicians, and also the star of my favorite romantic comedy, Hope Floats, with Sandra Bullock. It's a fun film. Who voices the cop? Oh fuck! We, we looked it up. Hold on, I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, the guy that played Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore. Oh, wasn't, yeah, it, wasn't it him? Love I that think guy. so. Yeah. I thought he Hold was on, no name. I'll look him up. I'll <laughs> yeah. look him. No name. I, without Shooter looking McGavin, it up, I thought it was... You haven't seen Happy uh, Gilmore? I have. Oh, I, just, <laughs> I don't know the fucking... Who's that dickhole that's like uh, Woody, Woody, Wood? James Woods. I thought it was James Woods because oh. he kind of looks like him. He kind of looks like James Wood, yeah. See, I love the Iron Giant and Groundhog Day. So th- this is a tough one for me. It would have been a lot easier if it was the end of Evangelion because I would just like Groundhog Day and then moved on. Because <laughs> Groundhog Day is better. But now so, you have to watch your two children fight. It is Christopher McDonald. That's right. That, that is, is Christopher name. McDonald, yeah. I don't that know guy him. right there. Love oh, that guy. I, knew, I, I know him. Yeah. Also played Goose McKenzie. He, he's also the bad guy in Flubber. Yep. Love that man. Wow, I haven't seen Flubber. I, I name dropped Flubber, Flubber earlier and I don't remember him being in. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but no, for me, Groundhog Day is like this, one of my favorite films. Bill Murray is fantastic in it. Uh, existential crisis, it's, it's a whole big thing. He goes through personal transformation, and I, I think it's a really romantic story that I appreciate. Michael Shannon's in it. Yeah. One of his first movie roles. Yeah, yeah back when he was a little less scary looking. A little less. <laughs> Not a lot less, but he's still scary looking, despite the fact that he's like playing a teenager. <laughs> yeah, he, he just came out the pussy scary. Who is he in Groundhog? I- 
Groundhog Day. You remember the couple at the end that he uh, gives the WrestleMania tickets to? Yeah. It was. Oh, he. Yeah. Oh shit! Holy, Holy shit! You're right. Fuck. Yeah. He so and in my head he went off. He enjoyed WrestleMania. He left the girl, and then he found Kellel and killed him. So, okay, Eric Cannon, Man of Steel reference. <laughs> he looks terrible in that movie. But he's the best part of Man of Steel. You and I, I can agree with you on that. He's fantastic. He's oh, really he's great good. In that movie, yeah. He's great. He I looks awful. But, um, awesome. All right, just just for Cannon's sake, I know like Groundhog Day lasts like how long again? About uh, between thirty-five and forty years, according to all the estimates that matter. Okay, but based on the year the movie came out, yeah. What WrestleMania would they have gone to? Uh, it was 1993. Ooh, probably a stinker. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Maybe? I don't know. I know well, what he looks like. <laughs> let's see. 85, 86. I've seen the fucking movie. Nine. Green screen. Oh, nine? It looks very yeah. green screen. Wait, that was the one in, in well, Caesar's parking lot, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Caesar's Palace. <laughs> Because they couldn't put a fucking alien spacesuit on. Now, to be fair, they could have done more. Well, now, like the the other thing, though. Oh my god! The other thing to consider is if this released in '93, they filmed it in '92, which means they would have gone to see WrestleMania Eight, which is a a worse choice. I was about going by the year it came out. I think they got a (laughs) shit WrestleMania ticket deal. That's just me, the wrestling fan. Isn't that the one where Hulk Hogan came out and like just beat Yokozuna in like two seconds for uh, the title? No, it's worse. It was Hogan versus Sid. Really? Yeah. Wait a minute. Where where was the one in Caesar's Palace again? Nine? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean eight. Oh, you're talking about eight? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, But no, like Groundhog Day. I I love that movie. It means a lot to me. Yeah. And yeah, I'll I'll always. Simp for Groundhog Day, as the kids say these days. That is I would. And plus, Jim was stuck in a time loop for 30 years. <laughs> that, that, too. That's like true. That's, that's how I got so good at comic books. True story. Are you going to say canon? No, I was just going to say, this is one of the movies that I hate. I didn't have the time to do a rewatch of. Because uh, I've seen it a lot. I, I know everything that happens. It's just, it has just been a while. Yeah, this is my third watch. Um, I should I should mention that Colt hold, held up his phone Showing me Michael Shannon from fucking Man of Steel, and I'm like, I'm I'm just over here like, because there's a cross fucking. Conversation. I was trying to stay calm, stop it so that we're not over. There I was know, a section of that I, was I'm, sounded off. He kept, he kept <laughs> turning, <laughs> but he kept turning the phone at me. I'm like, I've seen this movie, and he's like, green screen, green screen. Like, yes, thank you. Uh, I couldn't get my point across because there was so know, much noise. I, I was being overstimulated, I, I, and it was I'm really sorry fucking. Me with me. talking about a movie I love was too boring for you, Colt. I'll just shut no, the fuck I'm, up. I'm just rest trying to make the situation seem as funny as it was. I was trying to do it quietly on the sly while they were talking, but you kept getting louder and louder. Because it was fucking funny. You kept saying green screen. And I'm like, yes, I know it's a green screen as hell. And I, and But then I was like, they couldn't put an actual fucking alien space suit on Michael Shannon. But to be fair, they could have done they some cool done effects where like, they you know, they, they sculpted it and whatever. But It still looks bad, but it doesn't matter. That's not why we're here. It was still Groundhog funny. Day. Wait, what are y'all talking about? It doesn't matter. Michael Shannon and Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. (laughs) When you and Shimmy were talking about... Oh, okay. We were having a cross Oh, a cross talk. Yeah. Yeah. Not that show. Uncut jobs. But uh, Groundhog Day. Yes. It's a really good movie. It's a great movie, yeah. Like, this is the first time I've seen it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I 
I really like how like you you know the premise you already get your wheels spinning and and you're and any every time you're about to be like well why doesn't he do this he does the thing (laughs) (laughs) and and it uh, I don't know I I just really enjoyed it and and I love the Iron Giant it's like one of the best anime this is probably like low key one of the hardest matchups yeah um I, I this is my third watch of it rewatch I honestly I I, I kind of I still like it but when I watched it again I was like eh it doesn't hold up as much as I thought it would that's just me though and, and plus just me there you get, there's an angle you may come from with the Groundhog Day because this movie it may not have invented like the time loop story but like it it popularize it like when it yeah. like there yeah. are tv shows that have their groundhog day episode where like a character gets stuck in a loop and they have to revict or there's like other movies that do a time loop movie so like this is like like what was it happy death day to you or happy yeah. death day it's oh a, yeah it's a slasher movie where a girl is trapped in a time, time loop. edge of tomorrow yeah edge yeah edge of tomorrow best personally it's my favorite time loop movie uh, and um <laughs> I, yeah, I would say so too. I might be wrong, but isn't that episode of Supernatural called Tuesdays Gone? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of that show. Great show. It's so great funny. episode. Great show. <laughs> Fantastic. It's basically the Groundhog Day bit, but with Sam and Dean. Yeah, it's it wonderful. <laughs> of all the movies on the list, uh, Iron Giant is probably the one I've seen the most because there was a time frame in the 2000s where it was on Cartoon Network every single day, and I've seen it. Upwards of twenty plus times, uh, I apparently never saw the ending because I didn't realize he survives. <laughs> I always thought he died, and I just was just sad. <coughs> yeah, it was so funny because I was I was driving, and Colt was talking to me. He's like, he was like, he's like, did he always survive in the end? I'm like, yeah, he did. <laughs> he always survives. Like, Colt just ran out of the room after. I think that's what happened. Up. I just it, couldn't take it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's what we. Yeah, uh, there was a um. I have it on VHS, and as a kid, I watched it a lot. And then there was a time where I just stopped watching it, obviously because VHSs, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I, I still love it. I still think it's great. And one of the best animated films ever. Yeah, and and plus, like, it's one of the few non-Disney movies that get like a lot of acclaim for being animated. Yeah, and and I feel like that feels so painfully rare these days <laughs> that there's an anime movie outside of the the mouse ears, but it's easily one of the best animated films in like yeah. American canon and it's just a great sort of little homage to like the 50s and like this sort of like Ray Gun era of like science fiction and War of the Worlds, Martians you know yeah. all that shit. And like you, you get like this full like emotional story in like 80 minutes it's like it's the shortest movie on the uh, on the and probably the entire voting pool and like you've you, still feel that art like you know i haven't seen this movie since i was a kid and like i still felt the resonance of that finale and like that fucker kent mansley <laughs> oh my uh, god what are the worst like just asshole characters in cinema not like bad is like he's like poorly written but like he, he, i just want to reach in the screen and slap the shit like he's it. he's a great villain because like even though you you know you, you it pissed you off as a kid and it pisses you off as an adult. And again, they do it in such a great way. It's like, hey, kid, if you don't uh, cooperate, I'm just going to take away your mom and you're going to never get to her again. And like, how else you fucking piss off a kid? It's like, 
try to get between them and their yeah. parents. And like they, they instill states in such a way that a child be like, oh, I'm in danger. Like this guy is bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. So fucking good. Make, never wanted to fucking kill a fictional character so hard. It's just like all these like. Almost lo- nukes a town. Like, I'm like, like, because it was so, because like, you know, it's so funny because he gets the military in there and the military is the military and then you have a fucking general who's just like, yeah, you know, go guns a blazing. And it's just like, it's like eventually their hearts are turned and it's just like you, and he's and even the general's like, you dumb motherfucker. Like you fucking killed us. And plus he's just like so sniveling and that's a perfect example of those people who get like just a tiniest modicum of authority or power and he takes it as far as it will go. Yeah. And it until it bites him in the ass. Yeah. And almost destroys a part of the country. Which uh the Iron Giants fucking battle form, so sick. I completely forgot how just insane it is. Yeah. Cause like at first when you like when he looks, he looks kind of like something a human would make. But then when he goes into his attack mode, it's like this thing's fucking alien. Like that's I thought that Straight, was fucking, like World World of Worlds vibe. Like it was so cool. And then especially when like the fucking battleship was about to fucking hit him, I forgot like he misses just by like feet, inches, and it's just like a whole ass nuclear explosion just happens in the fucking ocean. So fucking good. <laughs> so crazy. Crazy good. So, yeah. but what did the actual boats come down to, though? Uh, God, this is hard. Iron Giant. Groundhog Day. Iron, I, me, I'm Iron Giant. So, Colt Iron, Iron Giant, uh, Jimmy, Groundhog Day, Wenzel, Iron Giant, JoJo. Come back to me. Okay, Cannon. Come back to me. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, uh, again, this one. This one's fucking hard. It came down to the wire. Uh, I mean, I wish I would have got to see Groundhog Day again. I know it's fantastic. Iron Giant is another one of those movies I haven't seen since I was a child. Yeah. And watching it again, uh, like like it's already been said, the animation is fucking spectacular in this movie. I forgot how good they it was. They use 3D animation so well. So good. So well. I want... I, I'm going to copy the guy from ODS now. I totally have to get an Iron Giant tattoo. I want to get him in battle mode now. How fucking <laughs> random would that be? Yeah. Be Me and Colt were talking like... We were like, yeah, we want a fucking figure. <sighs> like, that's something I've been wanting for like a while. Oh, So sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pegs Tony Phil. I'm going Iron Giant. <laughs> you, you know what? I, I've rated the Iron Giant higher... I think I'm going Groundhog Day. Whoa. Whoa. You just killed the Iron Giant. <laughs> you fucking shot it in the back of the head. Took it out back. But, but it can regenerate, though. No, no, this is a legit. No, this gun is called the Robot Killer immediate now. <laughs> yeah, JoJo did this. Unless it's the Iron Giant from Ready Player One. That one can die, right? Pat, what was no, your that bad? one was cool. <laughs> that one did Iron die. I don't know. I didn't see that one. I'm, oh. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. What? Should I? I don't even know. Yeah, you but, should. Uh, but for me... I mean, Groundhog. I, I feel like it's, Groundhog Day is one of those movies that I've heard, <laughs> I kind of glossed over because it's been like so prevalent and just like during my life, it's like oh yes, yeah, it's, it's you know it's good, whatever. And then like sitting down, it's like oh, this is actually like not just like a, a ho hum. It's like a really strong movie, and the Iron Giant is like just as as like unmistakable, unmissable like animated movie. Please, Pat. I want you to tie us right now. <laughs> <laughs> How are we gonna break it? Uh, Rock paper scissors. <laughs> I think 
we'll get to that bridge when we cross it because I'm going with Iron Giant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Iron Giant, good movie. Good movie. Mm. Grand Day, good movie. Good movie. Both so are really good fucking movies. It's man. literally a battle of the giants uh, when we come back to it because it'd be Jurassic Park go- going up against the Iron Giant, which, like, I want to see a movie where robots fight dinosaurs. Yes. yes. Yeah. Who doesn't? For real. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> if, if by some fucking miracle chance the third Jurassic Park had robots in it, <laughs> it might be able to salvage that little series. But um, we'll put a pin in this one and co- go on to the next block. But uh, let's see. Next block is block C. This will be Goodfellas go up against Saving Private Ryan. Oh, man. Okay. Personally, it's easy. This one, for, this one <laughs> for me, when I was... Personally, I know what I'm going for. But when I was coming up with a group prediction, I was like... Fuck, this is kind of hard because you know like, what? I, same. I, I don't necessarily know. It was like the same thing with Iron Giant versus Ground All Day. I was kind yeah. of stumped. I was like, what the fuck is everybody to go for? No idea. Uh, so I kind of, I just, I went with my gut and yeah, I'll just say that. All right. So, um, goodness. Um, y'all know, I've, I've talked good fellas to death. Love it. My, one of, if not my favorite movie of all time. I definitely wanted to rewatch this, but again, I can like see this with my eyes closed in my sleep. Like I've seen it that many fucking times. I have like at least two copies of it upstairs. Nice. Um, and Saving Private Ryan, however, on the flip side of that coin, just watched it two days ago on my phone. Take that, David Lynch and Ridley Scott. <laughs> they didn't can't watch movies on They are listening. I mean, I mean they didn't rebel. direct it. But they no, do think they... But they, yeah, said a, they had said a bit. That's I what know. Do you, you get my bit, Cole? And, then you should have never they said, said You could have just let him enjoy the bit, which was a you good thing. You could have. See, this is why he's an asshole, right? Right? Am I right? They think you cannot watch movies on right. your phone. You can watch them on your phone. I know. And but, I proved that theory wrong by watching... One of the, in my opinion, like haven't seen this movie ever. Saving Private Ryan's fucking good. Oh, it's amazing! Like, yeah, it's absolutely. really fucking good. Like really fucking good. Yes, I really liked it. Uh, that being said, <laughs> <laughs> also, but I do want to give this to Saving Private Ryan as someone who's saw it like a newbie in this one. You turn a corner. There's somebody that I had no idea. All right, I um. There was a moment in the film where I thought I'd I'd seen Nathan Fillion, right? But I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, the fucker shows up for real. Yeah, and I was no, just it, like, it's like a it's a big cast. Like Brian I, Cranston's in this for, for, for like a little five bit. minutes. Yeah, he's missing an arm. Uh, yeah. Nathan Fillion, Paul Giamatti, Paul, yeah, fucking Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel. Um, God, so many people. Matt Tom da- Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. You know, Matt Damon, obviously. Tom Hanks. What? Tom Hanks. <laughs> Matt Damon's in this? <laughs> fucking, uh, what's his name? He plays, um, literally, spoiler, literally the only other guy who fucking survives. Um, I know. Daniel Bruhl? Fuck. He plays the, 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 the soldier that can speak German. Yeah, the translator. Yeah. No, no, no. But he does. He does. Um, AKA Baron Zemo. The other guy, he he's holding the BAR. I don't know if anybody knows that gun. Yeah. I don't know um, guns. Yeah, he's holding it. Um, he's kind of like. Damn it, I, damn it. I, uh, I kind of. Uh, he was the handsome fella. The really handsome fella. Yeah, he's the, like. The handsome soldier. You know, the hot one. 
fuck. I mean, he was a handsome fella. What can I say? He I is mean, a handsome I think fella. I'm, I think I'm thinking of the same dude. I don't no, know. No, he's I, a handsome I, fella. I don't know who There's you're a thousand about. people in this movie. It's hard to keep track. track. And it, it is by far the longest one on this. Yeah, list. it was three hours. And like, I, God, watching it on my phone was, you know what? It was not Edward that. Burns. I have no clue who that is. That, is. is that who it is? Uh, I mean, Edward Burns is in the movie, yes. Is that who you're thinking of? Cause, no. Okay. Never mind. Uh, um, <coughs> shit, the performances in it are great. There's this one bit in the movie that I caught that fucking... It's just a tiny little fucking detail, but it blew me away. There's a part where I think it's... I believe it's a medic that's getting somebody, like, a, patched up, and they get shot in the side, and they have a, can, they have a canteen on their side, the bullet goes through the canteen. You see water coming out, and then all of a sudden turns immediately red after that. And the bullet, I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, that's just that's. But uh, no, honestly, it was it was Edward Burns. I'd mistaken him for somebody else. I think I, uh, whatever. Anyway, I, I just wasn't like anticipating like the emotion I would feel in this movie because war movies are like I I have to be in a particular mood. Like I'm not not dogging that genre or anything, but it's. You know, it's just not my like go-to yeah. movie. I, I mean, they're they're also notoriously can be hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. And, or, or, or have the unintended side effect of making like war look fun and cool. And I think Saving Private Ryan is one of the few war movies. It's like it's really mm. fucked up. Like, yeah, like who can war. forget the first twenty minutes of this? Yeah, movie? It's it's literally, literally, literally the fucking D-Day scene. You so like when it first came out, and then there was like actual like World War II veterans. They interviewed them. They're like, "How was the D Day scene?" They're like, "They're like, yeah, um, we were having flashbacks. It yeah. was so fucking like, realistic. It, it, it was it was too like it was actually causing people to have episodes. Yeah, they were literally like, holy fucking shit! It feels like we're back at fucking D Day. Well, that was the whole point of it. That's I mean, why that's that's the whole point. That's why there's no like, music in that scene. It's, yeah, and like yeah. that's also like again the attention to detail is really fucking good like you said like th- just that like it's so it's incredible like, like so much so many practical effects like i mean uh, they obviously have like you know cgi in this movie but like like you see, uh, squibs and shit uh, nine times out of ten these days are all digital you don't see actual squibs anymore yeah but like did you see like people just like blowing up just blood just yeah like, like literally- 50 cows just like turning dudes into liquid in this movie and it's not CGI. It's like it's like they've just got like ketchup bags in there. Just, pfft, just <laughs> it was it was so funny because not well not funny but well kind of. So when I sixth grade, I don't, like everybody every, like it's always like for sixth grade when we start talking about World War Two, the fucking movie they show is they just show you the fucking D Day scene. That's what they showed to my class, and it was like fuck. because <laughs> I thought like. Like our teach my my eleventh grade history teacher was really cool, but even like as a even in eleventh grade, I was like, should she really be showing us the entirety of Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, uh, my my history teacher just shows up the D Day scene. It was so funny too because like it was like in fifth grade. I remember I saw it on my dad's shelf. I was like, what's that movie? He's like, you're too young for that. Immediately the next year, sixth grade, see the D Day scene, and he's like, well, we gotta watch got, it. Yeah, we gotta watch it now. So we watch it. Incredible. Uh, I've seen it now so many times because it's just so, you know, it's just so fucking good. Just, yeah. yeah. This is one I have not seen probably close to a decade. And kind of like how Shimmy feels about Boogie Nights, I'm kind of the same way with Saving Private Ryan. Granted, I'd probably be a lot kinder on the movie if I were to watch it now. I'm just like, if, 
if I'm going to watch a Spielberg movie, it's going to be Indiana Jones. It's going to be Jurassic Park. Fun movies. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, Oscar bait Spielberg. And as far as that goes, this is far and away the best of that version of Spielberg. But... I don't know. I just don't connect to this movie as well. Whereas, like, Goodfellas is just one of my favorite movies of all time. And, yeah. and one of the best just, like, crime, gangster, mob movies in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Often uh, duplicated, never, never replicated. Exactly. I, I should mention, too... Um, sorry, this is just bothering me so fucking much. Oh. Anyway, um, Goodfellas, this is my first time watching it. Ooh. First time. Fucking loved it. It was fucking awesome. Quotable as hell, obviously. <laughs> also, so many scenes that I've seen outside the movie, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, that, that's where that's from. But yeah. I should mention, though, um, <laughs> Ray Liotta, we can all agree, the, and Pat said it in chat again, <laughs> motherfucker looks like a goober when he fucking laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you can't help what you look like, in, like when you're laughing, but like... He does look a little silly. Like he I'm does. sorry. He like really he does. does. Like, I mean, You're not obviously, wrong. if you if you took a camera footage of any any of us laughing or like especially when we're like heat hauling, we <laughs> look like fucking goblins and monsters. <laughs> so like obviously, not full shade there. It, it looks it, like it, he's making fun of you when he's laughing. It's it like it looks like not. a mocking laugh. It yeah. looks yeah. like yeah. a mocking yeah. laugh, yeah. but he's yeah. being hundred yeah. percent serious. And like the thing is, I wouldn't have even given it one iota if these two fuckers didn't bring it up. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Ray Liotta does have a weird laugh. You wouldn't give uh, Liotta an iota? I would not give Liotta I, uh, <laughs> God, I fucked that up. To be fair, I didn't really care until Wenzel said something, and then I realized I'm never going to fucking unsee this. Yeah, same. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm, I'm glad I could taint everybody's fucking minds about this. Uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, and that. I mean, uh, it is funny how, like, y y if you push it a little further, it becomes, like, Robert De Niro laughing, because they are kind of similar, yeah. just, like, yeah. very animated, like, just scrunched up face. And you me? Blight Wenzel, this was my first time seeing the movies, like, you know, one of the most well-known movies in American uh, cinematic, like, oeuvre. And it was a lot of fun. Like, I, I was still kind of like, oh, wow, this is a long movie. And I didn't really feel the length. But to me, what kind of set it apart is that it's telling this story, but it it doesn't really feel like it's doing it in, like, a, what's the word, like, a dramatic fashion. Like, it's just telling a sequence of events as it happened in a linear fashion. But it doesn't really feel like you lose any sort of the dramatic the dramatic things that, that do occur because you yeah. know it's a dramatized version of real events but it's still executed in a way that's like fantastic and and just seeing this this like little kid go through this entire journey and and, and organized crime is like really interesting and harrowing and like you kind of see how people get you know hypnotized by it and like what makes it appealing and then you just see the fucking dregs and the the horror that come with it and you're just like oh i because there's so many moments i'm just like fuck 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 y'all could have done literally anything else <laughs> yeah. yeah no exactly and then there are multiple points where you're just like you can literally just leave now just go Ex it, fucking joe pesci you're a little shit <laughs> 
<laughs> and somehow, like his character in Casino is a lot more insufferable. Yeah. Yes, actually, like, yes. That's yes. Cool. like, like the way he goes out in Casino is brutal and hard to watch. But also, I'm like. He deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sounds like we're complaining, but it's good shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, really yeah. good. I will really. say the the one the, like my one like criticism quote quote that I think is just so fucking funny is that when you see Ray Lilda as a kid like or his character as a kid, it's like who's this like is this other little kid supposed to be who I think it is? And when they say at one point that Ray Lilda's character is like oh he's just a twenty one year old kid, I'm like. No, ma'am. Are you trying to tell me that at this exact <laughs> same moment that fucking Joe Pesci is supposed to be 21 years old? This bitch was 47 when he made this movie. It's a hard 21. <laughs> I mean, the gangster lifestyle is rough. He'll, he'll age a quick. And I will say, and plus, I, I, I feel like that they don't do it as much anymore. But, like, when they cast, like, the kid versions of the kids, it's like, that's them. Like I can see that's how that's them. And like I don't know, they just you know put Tom Holland's head on a little bitty body or something. Now I don't know, <laughs> but um, great casting. You know, just like just great characters. And I, I mean, there were definitely movies that did the one shot before Goodfellas. But there's a reason why when the people do a one take, they call it the Goodfellas shot. When he, yeah. when they go into the the diner or yeah. The, like or, through the back way of the restaurant? Or the back way of the restaurant. Oh, yeah. All one fucking Ooh. take. All, all, it's all one yeah. take. And it's just so many moving parts. It's mm-hmm. just like, Jesus Christ. Everybody's got to be in the right spot. Every, everybody does a great job, obviously. But I, every time I see Robert De Niro, I fucking love his acting. Dude's fucking yeah, He's phenomenal. Dude is stellar. Th- this is one of his, if not his best performance. And like, honestly, I really like uh, Lorraine Bracco who played Lariota's wife in the movie. How like, oh, she yeah. gets a yes. portion really of the movie yes. like, to herself. Like, she narrates a fairly significant portion of the film and like, seeing like, her journey with him like, kind of like, parallel. Yeah. And like, she's just as wrapped up in it and complicit in a lot of ways. And, and honestly, it's just, it's a really fucking good movie. Like, it, everything about it is just like, done to the best of its ability like one of the scenes that like honestly that i go back to like more than any when i think of this movie is the scene where fucking ray liotta wakes up and she's over him with a fucking pistol in his face yeah like i'm just like oh man you know it was it was i didn't realize that samuel jackson was in this movie yeah because he's in there for like literally a just a little bit and he gets you know spoilers <laughs> splattered splattered literally fucking splattered and um every time there was like a moment where like there was like all this tension felt like released it just felt like somebody's about to fucking die somebody's yeah. about to get murked yeah. it's always joe fucking pesci hey shimmy uh how many times do you think um uh john travolta watched uh, goodfellas in preparation for Gotti? Well, having watched Gotti and seeing Travolta's performance, I'm going to go with zero. <laughs> Fucking zero. But if you think back, it, look, looking back at some of the scenes from that movie, like mm-hmm. like the prison scene where like yeah. where they go visit him in jail and stuff, like that's straight from Goodfellas. I feel like what he did was he had a buddy of his tell him, hey man, I, I hear about Goodfellas. Like, what, what happens? And you get like the Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec as Andy retelling the fucking movie <laughs> to Travolta and then he's just doing his best. That's ah, probably what it sounds like. 
Because <laughs> if he had watched Goodfellas, he would have just copied it directly, and it would have been a much better performance. Mm. I'll, I'll it never, still would have not have been a good movie. I, I'll <laughs> never forget that bit. How the production team literally in the little like mob bar they put up a Mexican flag instead of an Italian flag and they had to fix it in post yep. <laughs> that happened oh that movie's garbage yep. god uh, fucking damn it that's crazy actually what the fuck so uh, ooh, so yeah. but we discussed a lot of it but what do the votes come down to ooh. I'm a good fella uh, wise guy I'm sorry shaving Ryan's private it's good fellas <laughs> Pat, I feel like you don't have to ask me. <laughs> what is it? Forget about it. Forget about it. What? I'm funny? I'm like funny? I'm funny? Like I'm usual? Like I'm a clown? Shut Get the what? fuck out of here. <laughs> God, I want to watch Goodfellas again. God, we need to do that soon. Like, because... This was one of the ones I wanted to rewatch but didn't have the yeah, time. Yeah, same. Because y'all are talking about scenes like, I was like, wait, Samuel L. Jackson's in Goodfellas? Yeah. I mean, it, it, that, that's how long it's been since I've seen it. Fair. But I'm still going Goodfellas. Okay. Wenzel? Like both of them, this is a hard fucking choice. My personal choice is I just like Saving Private Ryan more, and but my prediction was definitely going to be Goodfellas because I just feel like... I. Yeah, but yeah, that's me. Jim Bone. Saving Private Ryan is a fantastic, Oscar-worthy film that you can only really watch every so often. Goodfellas is a fantastic, Oscar-winning film that you can watch any old day of the week. It's Goodfellas. It's just Absolutely. more fun. I, I don't think I've ever heard a more accurate description. Mm. Of fair enough, movie. fair enough. And I, I can't disagree. Um, having seen literally Goodfellas like two days ago, like it's still very fresh and like, I really enjoyed myself, yeah. so I, I can't not give yeah. it to Goodfellas. So it obviously uh, moves on to the next <coughs> matchup. It's like it's like Shimmy said. Like even though I am very um, anti watching movies like Goodfellas on like TV for obvious reasons. Yeah. You know? But that being said, whenever it's on like a movie channel or on TV, no matter where it is. I'm fucking. I'm. I, it's there. I'm leaving it there. <laughs> what am I freaking funny to you? Hey, what do you you think I'm freaking funny or something? God, God you're, so what, you're a piece of poop. <laughs> I, I just uh, someone posted on Twitter the like a G4 1980 98 edit of. Casino, where Sharon Stone's like, "Freak you, <laughs> freak you." A movie that was originally on the bracket, which I am glad we took that off. You know what? Same because it's like imagine Goodfellas, but somehow longer and less enjoyable. I don't know. I really like Casino. I do want to give that a revisit, but the one time I have seen that movie, I do remember. I'm just like. It's long. It is. It's good, but it's just like I just rather be watching Goodfellas. Same. It's like, hey Marty, make a movie less than two hours challenge. No, he only makes four hour movies now. Oh fuck! God, like, the Irishman was they, they, good, they, but fuck that movie. They, they made a mistake letting that man make an even longer movie. No, Marty, keep it short. <laughs> I'd, I'd still rather watch Gotti than the Irishman again. Just because really? of the runtime. <laughs> Gotti was easier. Just because they, of the runtime. That's oh, funny. Yeah, I, wanna, I still right. need to watch the Irishman one day. I will say two days. Like, uh, I feel like <laughs> it, it is a multiple it. viewing or multiple like you deposit, walk away, come back. I don't know. As someone who sat through the Snyder Cut, I know I can do it. It's just finding the time to do it. You yeah. Know what I mean? 
Personally, I like The Irishman more than Goodfellas. Really? What? Okay, now I have to watch That's it. Weird. I'm making that like a priority now. I need to know. <laughs> Do not set your hopes too high. I'm not, I'm not cuz you know how I love, I love Okay, no, good The films. Irishman is fucking good. I, that's just, you know, me. Yeah, I, I mean, good, it's a good movie, but I will never forget the time where we're like we we're like, "Man, it's been a while. I think we've been watching it for at least an hour. <laughs> we paused it. It had only been 30 minutes." And we were like, "Fuck!" Granted, <laughs> we watched that in the worst circumstances. We literally been, had been shopping all day and I, had to climb up eight flights of stairs and Multiple then watch, times. And watch a four-hour movie. Like, <laughs> it was not uh, the best of circumstances. And it's a pretty dense watch, too. Yeah, it's not to, like something you can throw on willy-nilly. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta commit to that bit. Uh, but moving along to the second matchup in Block C, we have The Big Lebowski going against The Truman Show. The Big... Okay, look, I know The Big Lebowski's probably going to win. I know I'm one of the only people in the fucking world that does not like The Big Lebowski. And I like the Coens for the most part. Uh, like, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou is one of my favorite movies. Uh, I fucking love The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's great. If you haven't seen that one, it's on Netflix. It's wonderful. Coens did that? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. I've Hell of a good it. time. That's probably my favorite Coen movie, actually. Oh, shit. <clears throat> um... The Truman Show is one of my favorite films. I love the movie. Jim Carrey was snubbed. He should have gotten at least an Oscar nomination, if not an Oscar. That's fucked up. He the really whole did. movie, no. he's acting. He's not crazy Jim Carrey. He's acting. When, when things go wrong, when he's figuring out what the deal is, you see the confusion. You see the pain on his face. Yeah. Like Every emotion that you would expect that character to feel you feel it because of Jim Carrey. And not even like, getting into Ed Harris, who's incredible, and having shown up like a week before production was going to start because he was the second choice because it was going to be Dennis Hopper, but Dennis Hopper's too fucked up. Oh, did he get back on <laughs> drugs yeah. at that point? I'm pretty sure that was like he had to leave because of Dennis Hopper shit. Oh, so, it, 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 is he still alive? I have no idea. I'll investigate. But like the Truman Show is a fantastic movie and it predicted so much of our society today. Yeah. And it's full of little, little Easter egg, little, little bits that make so much sense because he's in this giant, like it's Truman is in this giant bubble because reality show. Spoiler. So he's never seen real sunlight. But yeah. then you look on his kitchen counters, his breakfast <coughs> tables, there's vitamin C supplements because he would have to take them because there's no real sunlight. And it's just, it's just one man seeing his whole reality break down but still holding on to a strand of hope and then the moment he, because he, okay, spoiler again, he escapes. The moment he walks through that door into the real world, it doesn't matter what comes next. Because a lot of people think like, well, what comes next? And I like to think about it too, but it doesn't matter. What matters is he's gotten the freedom he wanted so badly, and you've been on this journey with him. And then it smash cuts to all the people watching, like, what's on the next channel? Yeah. Because that, and that just reminds you what reality really is. Like, this movie is almost perfect to me. I love this movie. Also, Dennis Hopper passed away uh, in 2010. <coughs> Rest in peace. Man, this, this is another one that I was very upset that I didn't uh, have the time to get a rewatch in because it has been a while. But I I love The Truman Show for every reason that Shimmy's had. Yeah. I mean, Shimmy just... <laughs> I can't put it any better. Yeah, Shimmy just got it all. Yeah. Um, this is my first time watching The Truman Show. Ooh. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Did not be able to see the Big Lebowski, but you know, I, I'm pretty sure I know where my hat falls. Uh, Have you ever seen the Big Lebowski? No. 
Oh. Fuck. Man. You knew this. I, I, I told you. What? It, he's I probably just giving you shit. I legit didn't know. No, no, he's not. He's not. He actually is confused. Uh, <laughs> the Truman Show was the only movie on the list. Was the only movie on the list I was wasn't able to check out. And like I told you, I think it'll end up being one of your favorite movies. Oh, I, yeah. oh, I yeah. imagine yeah, like everything. Everyone has. It's been on my list for years. Um. I mean, I guess I should probably abstain from voting. For me... Abstain? Abstain means nuts. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I mean, I understand. I, there's one I'm going to abstain from later. I, because, so like... I get it. I mean, I don't know. Should I abstain? Because I didn't see The Big Lebowski, so I don't know. For me... Because for me, The Big Lebowski is legitimately like my, my favorite comedy. Like, it's just so quotable. Yeah. Like... And it's one of those movies, like, if someone were to come up to me and, like, I hate this movie, I'm like, you know what? Fair. Because it is very meandering. There's not really much of a plot. And it's kind of the point of the movie. It's pretty absurd. And, like, I really love the characters. I, I just, I'm, I'm upset with myself for not watching The Truman Show. No, I feel you. I mean, I didn't get to watch The Big Lebowski. So it's totally fine. Have you seen both of them? Market Zero. I've seen both. You've seen both. Seen both. You've seen both. I have seen both, yes. You've seen both? Yep. And just like Jeff Bridges as the dude, he the dude abides. Yeah. So I, you know what? If you abstain, I'll abstain. Well, actually, I, I don't feel like it's super fair for me. If you both go with voting for the one you saw, you'll cancel each other out anyway. Yeah. I mean, I so I mean, does it really? Yeah. That's true. Ah, well. And, and like, for, for, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like, even if I were to watch the Truman Show, though, I don't know. For me personally, if it would beat the Big Lebowski, because that's like easily like top ten, if not top five, for me. Honestly, this is this is one of those tough rounds. Something I love is I've seen it so many times, but the last (laughs) like the last few shots where he's walking up the stairs to leave. Gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like honestly, it. JoJo, I I do feel like this is gonna jump into your top favorite movies. I think so yeah. too. Because this I, like this this is one that I was shocked that you hadn't already seen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just one of those movies. Like it's been <coughs> been on my list, and I remember there was one point I'm like, I need to watch the two of the Jim Carrey movies that everyone really talks about, and I went with Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. That one's good too, but I still I like this one more. I like The Majestic more than Eternal Sunshine. I really like the majestic. That's a good. You don't movie. you don't hear about that one too often. I've never heard I've, of that. Ooh, wow, I haven't seen it. But I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. really good. All right, but um, basically Jim Carrey versus McCarthyism. Oh, roll tide! <laughs> like actual McCarthy. And a fist fight. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like knives and shit. No, <laughs> like Majestic's great. Watch the Majestic okay. too. I will say there is a, a running bit in uh, the the preacher uh, television show. Where uh, Cassidy, he always brings up the fact that he thinks that the Big Lebowski is overrated, and then like it, it's like he'll bring it up in like some of the most unopportune moments. Like they could be in like in the middle of a fight with some dudes, and just he was like, "You really gonna bring up the Big Lebowski right now?" It's like, "I'm sorry, I think it's shite." <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't feel that way about the Big Lebowski, but I love that bit in that show because yeah. it is a movie you have to vibe with, and if you I, yeah. Not- if you don't vibe with it, like 
you are either one way or the other. Yeah. And and for the people who don't like it, yeah. I don't blame them. Exactly. Because, yeah. Because a lot of the humor is derived from just people screaming at each other. Yeah. yeah. Like for, us. Like basically, I but like worse. Yeah. And like God, John Goodman in this movie. Oh, John Goodman is unhinged. <laughs> he is un fucking hinged man that fucking donnie like is that man shut like, the fuck up donnie you're out of your element that man is <laughs> is not bad at anything he's really think. not like yeah. and john I, Turturro, like he's my yeah. favorite part of the big lebowski i love john Turturro. yeah he's my favorite part of most things and, and like with with when they're playing the spanish language version of hotel california That's so funny <laughs> so funny which honestly i agree with the dude I fucking hate the Eagles. Man, fuck the Eagles. Yeah. Hot take. I mean, man, I just hate the fucking I mean, Eagles. Pro- I know man. Eagles classic rock, but I, I mean, I don't know anybody in this room going to be like, oh man, I, boomers. Actually, what's funny is all my favorite Eagles songs are stuff that they did when they went solo. Damn it, JoJo. Mm. I don't care. You really like, piss me off. Hotel California is a great song. That's the only good song they have. I'm sorry. All right, come, come kind of on on board here. I'm interested to see if we get some kickback on that one. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I doubt, like especially like of our age demographic, but like my old boss, like he was just like, man, the Eagles top tier, and I'm just like, you have garbage taste. Okay, there's somebody, I don't know if they ever listened <laughs> to this, but they always played. In high school, they always played Hotel California on fucking guitar. Piss me off. I'm like, play something else, motherfucker. Oh, they just heard every word you said. <laughs> Please, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And if you're not sure I if Winslow was talking about you or not, he was. Yeah. And if you have to, th- if is, you have to question it, yeah. They you. definitely have listened to the podcast before because I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's literally just one person. Yeah, I know. One person exactly. I'm and sorry. you know who the fuck you are. Well, we'll talk about it later. Has, has, man, I just want to listen to Credence, man. So I just hate the fucking <laughs> Eagles, dude. Has anyone seen the, I guess, sequel to The Big Lebowski? Jesus oh, Rolls? No. Yeah. No. Heard it's, I, heard it's I heard it's not, not good. good. Yeah. No. I haven't seen I, it either. I'm sorry, but. John Turturro. That was a bad idea. It, it was like... <laughs> Curious though, <laughs> yeah. and also too, why make a spinoff to his character? Because really? that character was from his stage show, not actually the the movie. Oh, like he brought that character oh, to the. Le- he brought the character to. Oh, okay, but that's still, good. like, that's weird. I mean, <laughs> not to quote the Big Lebowski again, but. He's a pederast, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. He's a fucking pederast. I mean, like, he, he, like he's not a good character, quote. Yeah. But um, as someone who's, well, I wouldn't say I saw the trip with the first show the first time. I saw it like 10 years ago. And I was really impressed, like, how much I remembered from the movie. And as big as The Big Lebowski is, I feel like it didn't really stay with me even though I gave Big Lebowski like a higher score yeah uh, so I feel a little weird like how I'm gonna land cause I don't wanna like fall into like recency bias but also kinda know like <laughs> the Truman Show stood stood the test of time with me like I was like oh wow this is pretty impactful and not to diminish anything that Big Lebowski has brought to pop yeah. culture but it's yeah. still a, a fun movie it's just I kinda feel like I, when y'all were talking about it, it's like, okay, now now I'm remembering like bits and bits. Like there's what I was had I had a lot I could just put on call for the big house. Yeah, that's fair. The ashes scene. 
That's fucking funny. Shit. I don't know why I'm laughing already. <laughs> I mean, you will find it, it hilarious. <laughs> and, but, and, like, and also, um, ever since like becoming an alcoholic, I, I have a, <laughs> a, a great appreciation for uh, white Russians. Amen, now. brother. And, I mean, that, okay, when I saw the when I looked at the blurb, because I had no idea what the fuck it was about. When he said white Russians, I was like. Fuck, that's good. I like white. Yeah, rice. That's yeah, they're delicious, right? They're delicious. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it, it, from what it sounds like, it comes down to like you just have like a really critically acclaimed movie, and then like the Big Lebowski, which <coughs> to me is just kind of like one of the, like the big cult movies. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can see that because that's the thing. Like, I totally understand why this doesn't hit for so. Like, I completely get why uh, you don't get it. I mean, not get it. Don't like it. Yeah, yeah. But like and. I mean, it's just, I'd like to compare it. It's like, you say, like, there's, it's really no rhyme or reason. There's a bunch of stuff happening. It's like Seinfeld the movie, almost. <laughs> yeah. So stuff's happening, but, you know, it's all going somewhere, yeah, even though and, it's and going I mean, nowhere. I mean, and there's, like, deeper meaning and stuff like that you can yeah. look into. Because, like, it's very much colored by absurdism, like the, philosoph- the school mm-hmm. of philosophy. And, I mean, and that's just throughout all of Coen Brothers' movies. Yeah. But it is just kind of like a movie you throw on. And now that, now that I think about it with my Especially new... Especially if you're high. Oh, yeah. With my new <laughs> my, my newfound Steelbook obsession, this was one of the first Steelbooks I've ever bought. And it's a killer Steelbook, It too. is. It's all that like weird comic panel uh, type that they did for certain movies back in the day. You have uh, Jurassic Park? I have the Jurassic Park one. I, I have Scarface and uh, The Big Lebowski. Um... But uh, oh shit! So it's voting, voting time, eh? I I just want to I I can vote already. Uh, Truman Show. I fucking love that movie. Uh, the I related to not related. I agreed with every single thing that Jim Carrey did. I would uh, go as far as uh, threatening to kill myself immediately. It's just like jerking <laughs> off like everywhere. <laughs> because, well, I mean, because like, I would like start punching the shit out of people. All right, I'm like, watching this movie tonight. Yeah, no, no, you have every right because Jim Carrey, like people were telling him that like, oh, you're crazy. When like, in fact, like, you know, he's not. And that like, that is cathartic. Like, yeah. 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 And don't he like, like, no. Oh, that roundabout scene. I was like, yes, yes, oh, yes kill me, No, okay. Kill. The entire time I was thinking, you know what, if I was in that situation, I would absolutely just hit the shit out of somebody and threaten to kill. I would get very close if nobody stopped me. I would, <laughs> I would get very close to killing somebody. Just like Jim Carrey. You need to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Without Let's giving any more away for I, Jim. I hate to derail this conversation, but I got to circle back to Groundhog Day. <clears throat> the scene in Groundhog Day when he finally just punches the shit out of the insurance guy, yes. I was like, "Thank yes. you, God!" Yeah, I just wanted. Ugh. I meant to bring that scene up when we were talking about it. That's like that's my spirit animal. Fuck. Bill Murray <laughs> saying hello and punching yeah. a dude in the face. <laughs> Phil, man, <laughs> so Phil Connors. Man, I'm watching like everything I didn't get to watch on this bracket again. <laughs> <laughs> this was a hard choice. Truman Show. Right. Truman Show, 100%. Oh, no. All right. We know Jim's going for Truman Show. But you don't even have to ask. Okay. Again, again, there, there are a couple of fucking, like, very tough rounds on here, this being one of them. However, going by how I feel, and well, I'm calling it, I said The Big Lebowski. Okay. I love both of these movies. If I watch The Truman Show... Um, I mean, I remember everything about it. It's just, I don't know. It's just, 
well, there's also a difference between actually like watching it and then like remembering yeah. back to it. Uh, personally, I'll have to go with the Truman Show. All right. Amen. Okay. So nice. So Truman Show advances, which means we have to take on Goodfellas. Ooh. And uh, the next go round. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Which that will be interesting to see. All right. Well, yeah, we finally man. made it to the last quadrant Only an hour of the first minutes. round. <laughs> I knew this one was going to be a short I, episode. I mean, we too. all knew this I was, was like, going to be I a short I knew this was going to be long. I mean, I, I knew it was going to be long, but when the first fucking spot on the board took over an hour, I was having a little mental uh, choking. <laughs> oh, my God. The Kill Bill Sirens are just playing in Colt's head. Bro. But uh, the final quadrant, the first matchup being Tombstone versus Princess Mononoke. I'm going to be real frank. This one was probably the hardest matchup for me. Frank? I'm going to be Justin. What? what are you talking Justin? about? Justin? Who said my name? What? I said my name. Hey, I, what, what? Oh, my God. Mononoke two. is one of two that I did not get to. I forgot it was on the list, so I forgot to watch it. That's all right. That's my B. That's you know what right. said? Tombstone, one of my top five favorite films. Fucking love Tombstone. Mm. This I don't even like westerns. It's my favorite western. It's great. Every, everything about Tombstone's good. Like as far as like just playing a western straight, it is one of the best, if not the best. The actors Super Val Trump. Kilmer, mm-hmm. uh, fucking Kurt Russell, obviously. Right Sam Tom, Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yes. Thomas Hayden Church. Bill uh, Paxton. Uh, uh, Michael Bean. And what I think is his best role. Uh, Billy Zane's in it. Billy yeah. Zane's in it. Uh, Dana Delaney. Billy Bob Thornton for a bit. Billy Bob Thornton. It's a pretty severely sad cast. Michael uh, Rooker. Yeah, Michael, Michael Rooker. Rooker. Yeah. Michael Rooker. Uh, who's the guy who plays Curly Bill? He was in Sin City too. I, oh. I know him, but I forget his name. He's also in Frailty. Oh, fuck. What's yeah. his name? Fuck. Oh, Charleston Heston was in it, too. Yeah, they got Charlton Heston. Uh... He, pl- he played the rancher that... Um, I'm going to run and get my VHS. I'll be right back. <laughs> that, uh, Val Kilmer's character... Like, Powers Booth. Yeah. So, ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like, like every person in this movie was perfectly cast and incredible. Yes. And it was directed by George Cosmatos. Cos- Cos- Cosmatos? Yeah. The father of... Um, the guy who directed Mandy. Mandy. Which is like crazy. Really? Yeah. I holy saw that name shit. Yeah, right? I was like, holy fuck. Okay. I didn't make that connection at all. Like, yeah. Like, Kurt Russell is the perfect cowboy. Kurt Russell's incredible. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, a lot of his... Like, I mean, in a lot of his John Carpenter roles, he's either playing... Trying to be Clint Eastwood or John Wayne, so it makes sense <laughs> yeah. that he's in a western. Strangely enough, he actually had the John Wayne uh, down a bit in this one. I, I felt yeah. comparatively to like Big Trouble Little China. Oh, yeah, he played se. this one really straight. Yeah, so it, it's just like I'll one of one of my bear. favorite. This is my favorite western. Like yeah. Jimmy said, uh, so many so many like memories. Like I mean. I know it might be weird comparing this, giving this analogy to this movie, but this is like one of my warm blanket movies. I can just fucking throw it on, just like have a day. Mm-hmm. We watched this movie at my uncle's wedding. While we were waiting on the wedding to take place, we were in the <laughs> in the church watching this. The preacher walks in like during the fucking um, the OK Corral scene. And and little me's like kind of freaking out a little bit, like, oh god, we're watching a rated R movie in church. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden he comes in, he goes, We 
we all watch a tombstone? Oh, man, I love this movie. Sits down and starts watching it with us. Hell and yeah. I was just like, man, I always liked Brother Alex. He was a, out of, he, he was the highlight, one of the few highlights I had going to church. Mm-hmm. When nice. he, when he, Actually, was up there. He was at least entertaining about it. Tombstone right. has some of the best lines. Yes, and like not even yes. the ones that everybody quotes all the time. My favorite is when uh, you know they're they're going after all the cowboys, and they're all resting after the big gunfight where Wyatt finally takes down Curly Bill, and uh, Texas Red is like, "Hey, God, Doc, why are you doing this? You should be in bed." It's like, well, Wyatt Earp is my friend. Well, hell, I got lots of friends. I don't. I don't. Yeah, such a good line. Really fucking good. A, a great, a great bit for me was when, um, basically, when the four of them kind of reconvene for the first time. Uh, this is after Kurt Russell, you know, stirs up the ant hill of Billy Bob Thornton's character. So he's just like standing off the side with a shotgun, and uh, Val Kilmer is just talking after, and he's like, "Oh, I forgot you're here. You can leave now. You can go now." <laughs> and just. <laughs> How I just like angry, Sorry. just like domestically like furious man is just emasculated in like three seconds. So mm. fucking, I love Val Kilmer, Doc yeah, Holiday. Like, he's a highlight. <laughs> I mean, this this whole movie's fucking great, but he is easily like the highlight of this fucking movie. I'll be a huckleberry. Do you know what? I met somebody who prefers the Wyatt Earp movie with uh, with Kevin Costner. That's yeah, and who uh, who played. Who played uh, Dennis Quaid? That's the one. I met someone who prefers this to Tombstone. I've actually never seen that one. It's it's just to compare. I want to see it, but I've just never seen it. It's three hours, and it's as serious as just as you can possibly imagine. Like like deep history. It's Oscar bait. It's not good. Mm. Hate that movie. Tombstone's fan, fucking tactic. Yes, so. one like it, it was. It so was good. like you know the deep impact to Armageddon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was fucking great too when he was playing. Val Kilmer was playing piano, and he's like fucking Chopin. Like Frederick yeah. fucking Chopin. Like fuck. He has some of the best lines in. Like he I does. this one. I say this line like in my normal life. I just say I have not yet begun to defile myself. <laughs> Say that all the fucking time. It's so to this day. good. Oh my god! And fucking, oh, there was another good. Oh, whatever. Fucking great. Also, to just a little scene, but when they're eating like noodles, and he gives us noodles to his dog. Yeah. That was good. Bill Paxton, I think. And yeah. who who played? Um, and uh, if I remember correctly, he was um, God, he was in the first Terminator movie. He was a Michael Bean. That was Michael Bean. Okay, God, yeah, played really Johnny fucking Ringo. good. Really fucking good yes. in this movie. Oh my God. Whenever, I mean, everyone's great yeah, in this fucking okay, movie. Okay, now I remember. When Val Kilmer, Doc Holliday, was talking that first meetup right there with Johnny Ringo, and he's like, should I hate this man? I think oh, I do. Yeah. Like, he, he looks like me. Like, Seems oh, like now John, I'm sure of it. I hate like him. Johnny Ringo's an educated man. Now I do hate him. <laughs> and then, God, like, it's like, God, it's like, we had we had to play for blood, remember? I was just fooling. I I wasn't. <laughs> Fuck! I want to watch it again. God damn! I, had it on, I, could, I could fucking watch it again. It's so good. I had it on the shop yesterday. Oh god! I and, love it. And like, especially in the '90s, like early '90s, there was that resurgence of westerns, and most of them I cannot be fucking bothered. Like I watched Unforgiven. God, that movie's dull as fuck. That one marked what I con- uh, consider Clint Eastwood's up his own ass era. <laughs> it is like honestly, Tombstone is what Unforgiven tried to be. Tombstone and, it, and the Quick and the Dead are the only two westerns I can enjoy. And cool. yeah, like the older Clint Eastwood, the Man with No Name stuff, I'll watch it if there's nothing else on. But but like the Good and the Bad, and the Ugly is like legitimately like a great movie. Mm-hmm. But like 
Yeah, like especially like like John Wayne shit. Like I'm fuck that. But like, God, this movie was just so like entertaining. Very, and, and a lot of it is just dudes killing people. Yeah, and, and it's just like you know what? Sometimes violence is fun. Also, if you haven't seen Quick and the Dead. I recommend it. I, I do. Because that's the Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi is Sharon Stone. Wait, uh, what? D- yeah, he directed Yeah, Sam Raimi directed it. Bruce, oh, my God. Bruce Campbell did an interview once. Someone was like, hey, look, that car that he always puts in the movies. Like, He can't be in that one, right? And Campbell's like, no, I'm sure there's a wagon out there somewhere that had that car underneath it in that film. <laughs> wow. Now I, I have to watch it. Bruce Holy Campbell was in shit. a cowboy show, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Briscoe County Jr. I have that DVD set. I also DiCaprio re- is in Quick and the Dead. Gene Hackman's the villain. Russell Crowe's like, in it. It's really I've fucking seen, good. I remember seeing bits of it on movie channels back in the day, but I've just never seen the whole thing. Yeah, you but should like, check it out. You'd oh, like it. Oh, man. And, and, and sort and, you know, because this is very loosely based off of true events. And like sort of what Pat was saying about Goodfellas, how it's just kind of like a line of events that happen one after the other. Like you still get those dramatic beats even though, like, the, you, you know, it kind of, it gets to a point, and then it gets like, and then we have narration that wraps up all of this. But, like... Because, <laughs> like, you know, when, when there's, like, big, you know, I guess, climactic, well, yeah, I guess what you think would be climactic, but, like, how, like, this one, this one bad guy, and they, they finally get him, and it's sort of, like, is over and done. It's not this big crescendo moment. Because, like, that's what death like is. It's not, like, this moment of equipose when someone twirls around and dies but you still get like these great dramatic moments when the confrontation happens like when Val Kilmer uh, stands up to his sort of like his adversary that's been sort of built up throughout the film and how mm-hmm. they sort of judge with the history a little bit because like in from what we know of history because like this is a very spotty part of history just because like records and all that how his adversary it looked like he killed himself but in the movie he's sort of he's shot through the bottom of his neck and oh, shot in the temple or like he was shot in the yeah. head but they it, they kind of finagle like okay it looked like he kind of he, the way Val Kimber stages his body like he could have killed himself yeah and like and I, I really love this movie and and someone who's like gaining an appreciation for westerns like ones who who can do it in a like just like I think one of the best modern westerns that you could probably make yeah yeah Ag- agreed yeah mm-hmm. uh, I love the scene also where Kurt Russell's walking through the river and he's like, no. Oh, that's such no. a badass fucking scene. And just fucking... Like, everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just like, surviving. Every <laughs> shot fucking miss. I'm like, damn, you must really fucking suck or somebody does not like you. And, and what's funny is that Wyatt Earp in real life was supposedly like supernaturally lucky. Like how there'd be enormous gunfights. People died everywhere. And like, he would just be miraculously untouched. Like, he, his coat be full of bullets. Not a single scratch on them. That's that's one of those crazy happenstances of history. And also, like right out the gate, when you're first introduced to um, Kurt Russell's Wyatt Earp, like you see a dude being a real asshole to a horse and hitting it. Kurt Russell walks over, takes the fucking rope, and smacks that dude with it. It's like yeah, it hurts, don't it? it? Yeah, man. That I'm like, for someone who like has no idea what they're getting into, if they're not like. You know what? I like this fella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, look, dude, I know you're kind of like hardcore wanting to cheat on your wife, but you treated a horse nice. Yeah. So <laughs> you get points. Yeah. And there's Princess Mononoke. No. Yeah. We can't just fucking yeah. brush over Princess well, Mononoke. Well, I'd like to talk about it a bit because I watched it yesterday. First time. First time ever. 
And of course, Ken's still being very, very fresh to anime. And just in yeah. terms of I'm still one of baby. famous anime films. Yeah. Yeah, my first Studio Ghibli film. Yeah. 100%. And it's definitely one of the one better of the ones. best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was telling them upstairs, but uh, this and Akira I saw when I was like a teenager, and both of them left a huge fucking impression. And this was a rewatch for me. Still fucking fantastic movie. Just like, like I I had to pry myself away from like because Kanan was watching in the living room. True story. And like, because I had to finish Groundhog Day, but like <laughs> I was just sort of trans like the minute this movie starts just immediately transfixed with i can never remember his name the guy who who does all of like miyazaki's uh scores for his movies his his first name is joe uh joe i'm sorry i'm i'm white and i'm going to butcher this uh he just shot you you say that please oh uh joe Hisheshi? 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 I, I think so. I'm, I'm sorry if I butcher it. Um, like, this is one of his best scores, and just that main motif that plays throughout. Fucking, yeah. fucking killer. Just, I really like sort of the conflict and how, like, the plot brings in this guy who is <laughs> basically a neutral party, and he's like, you both are being stupid, even though one of you is clearly in the wrong. It's like, y'all can handle, like, trying to, uh, mitigate this conflict between these two groups and just like the creature design, creature yes. design the animation, yeah. just the terrifying, pure, the sure creature. Like it, it's like beautiful and terrifying. Like the yeah. forest spirit, yeah, is freaky but freaky. like really cool and like brutal as all hell. Brutal, the, yeah. The well, deer god used to scare the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. terrifying. Uh, like the scene where it, now I laugh at it. But uh, the scene, spoilers for this movie, where it gets shot in the head, <laughs> yeah. that scene fucking fucked me up when I was little. But now I'm laughing because it reminds me of the bonk meme. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Bonk, and yeah. Head bonk. De- de- uh, it inflates. Yeah. And, and, and also, too, uh, like very early in the movie when Ashitaka is, uh, you know, he's on his journey and he comes across those like samurai who are just like massacring people mm. and, and the, he's just like just let me pass and they're like no we gotta kill you and he's just like alright and just shoots a dude's arms off and their heads that <laughs> motherfucker's like wake your ass like, up with a to go bow and like, arrow that, that was the yeah. point and I was just like fuck this, this is for kids <laughs> <laughs> no like, I, I will say this one is definitely eared geared more towards an older audience. Yeah. Yeah, take it, it, yeah. Take it back to what Colt said. Fucking that, uh, the deer guy. I was like, man, what is, why is this, well, this elk with a fucking human face is just fucking hilarious and terrifying all at the yep. same time. It, it, <laughs> I love the little baby Kodama. Yes! I love the Kodama. The scene of like the little, uh, it's like a normal human body but shrunk down with a giant uh, creature head and it's just running away like a little little oh, baby. Man. Forget like a whole sleeve of just those guys. And, and like the final shot. <laughs> <That'd be> so <laughs> good. And, and then like the final shot of the movie where it just like goes down into the forest and then you just see the little dude do the little Like to me oh. that like. It's Perfection. Like up, it's like up there with there will be blood. The I'm finished. It's yes. Like, the, like perfect final shot for a movie. And as, as the, the, the newbie on the block here on this, I got to say, um. Uh, San, is that how you say it? Her, mm-hmm. her, her fucking fit 
that outfit, the mask, everything, that shit looked badass. Yeah. Like, that was rad as fuck. Like, even, like, uh, when I was uh, holding the Blu-ray in my hand, I looked at JoJo, and I was just like, wow, that's a rad fucking mask right there. And then, like, seeing it, there's, like, one... Um, I, I want to go back, um, play it again, and, like, try to find the right moment and pause it because I'm just like, wow, that would be a rad fucking tattoo. There's a moment <laughs> where, she, when she's, like, running uh, through some brush, and it just looks... Like, the animation in this movie is fucking gorgeous like i now want to watch all of the studio ghibli movies because of this this is my first venture this, this movie was great um also check out my latest tiktok if you haven't already <laughs> because i i we got a funny fucking bit out of this one there all right let me, let me preface this by saying watch the english dub and um there's a character named toki who is um? She's the wife who's like berating her husband the whole movie. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, and then you know also just like when um uh, the main character. I'm sorry. What's the main character? Uh, Ashitaka. Yeah. When he comes along, she is just like all about him. Just like, ooh, look at him. You beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Just like thirsting over this dude. And I was just like, man, this voice also sounds familiar. It was Jada Pinkett Smith did the English <laughs> dub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <That's> yeah. <laughs> I, this is not a bit. This is 100% real. And I decided to make a TikTok out of it. I thought it was pretty funny. Keep oh. his wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Well, if Will Smith shows up at my door, I'm like, wow, you saw my TikTok, eh? Ska-ka! <laughs> Technically, I didn't say the name. I didn't say a word in the TikTok. But <laughs> One thing I really want to bring up that fucking gives me chills, just thinking about it now, is the animals. Every single yes. time they talk, the fucking, the first time the monkeys, the gorillas show up, I was horrified of that because they look like these demonic creatures, but they're just gorillas. They're just showing it the how scary they are to the humans. Yeah, and I've never been t more terrified of fucking pigs than I have. I was These about to boars say, are the most hardcore motherfuckers saying kill all humans. It was I was like, and plus, oh yeah, I so agree. many people Let's die by boar attacks in real life anyway. Yeah, yeah. like fuck. Oh my god. The shot of the old boar that's joining into the force to protect it, and it, like as he's like looks at the hunters, he's like locks eyes with them. Mmm, beautiful. Or, or, like, you know, he's all, like, you, you know, all, like, tainted and whatnot. Yeah. And then they, like, zoom in on his eyes, and there's, like, just, like, that, like, gross, like, eye pus. Yeah. Just, like, the, the attention to detail. And, you know, I just realized this is very much like a West versus East yeah. sort of <laughs> Western and basically like, like literally a Western. Holy shit! Like and, Western, and Western. It's just this. Oh wow. man, and this it, one. Hmm. And it. And as much as I love Tombstone and what it does, just to me, Princess Mononoke is just like the complete package, and it, the, it is just like a pinnacle of animation. Yeah, like there, I don't know really too many movies that could surpass it like it's in a league of its own and like it's just so tremendously influential and just like the sheer level of skill and like a bit like that movie feels like it's living and breathing and, and what's wild is to me this isn't even the best studio ghibli movie jesus like it's definitely probably top yeah, ready three. yeah get ready I'm you're ready. in for a fucking 
quality is just. I just think it's funny because I own one. I own one and I haven't watched it yet. But uh, Howl's Moving Castle, phenomenal. I own it too. I haven't seen it. It's it's really good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I knew when this round came to pass, it was. Man, let's just say I I, I kind of knew going in how this one was gonna go. <laughs> my my hat. I love Tombstone. First time seeing it, love it. Rewatch Princess Mononoke. I gotta give it to Princess Mononoke. Sorry, I hit my mic. I enjoyed Tombstone, uh, but personally, I think it does not hold a candle to Princess Mononoke. It's just Princess Mononoke is one of the best movies of all time. So. But also, so is Tombstone. I, I do agree with that. Yeah, don't you say anatomy, Colt. I, I I'll make you sit Westerns down. And I thought it was good, but not. Colt's rating was kind of low. It was three and a half. I enjoyed it. It's yeah. just. I went four and a half. I, 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 I would two. say, uh, I mean, I knew going me. in, in a different, in a, probably in a different uh, part of the bracket, Tombstone would be moving on. Because, like, obviously, like, I, I was going to vote Tombstone. I'm not disagreeing with what everyone has said about Princess Mononoke being my first watch with it. That movie's fucking great. Like, and I'm ready to watch more. And I love you, Tombstone, but ugh, goodbye. So, so, you, <laughs> so y'all know how I said in the, uh, during the break where I was like, yeah, I'm getting all the predictions right. I spoke too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Mononoke. What you, okay. Princess, Princess Mononoke. Okay. I haven't yeah, seen Tombstone. So Tombstone. Oh, well. No. Yeah. I, oh, I, said, I said Tombstone. Tombstone. Yeah, I haven't seen Mononoke. I, I said Mononoke. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. And, um, it's good. I love Tombstone to death, but I, I have to go with Princess Mononoke. Because this one was such a toss-up, and like... I was like, I could see it going either way. Me too. I just thought that too. Yeah, I, well, like... I, well, hmm. Ah, we'll get there. Unlike the next set. Oh, this is going to be really interesting. Because <laughs> uh, moving on to our final uh, preliminary matchup, crazy to think that, um, we have From Dust Till Dawn, a sub-in for Casino, going against Pulp Fiction. This is the toe-sucking corner, so everybody get your toes out and start sucking. <laughs> I like how you think my leg will reach that high. Your own toes. You have to suck your own toes. I'm not sucking anyone else's toes but my own. My foot hasn't been higher than my waist since I was like eight. doesn't matter. You got to do it. No, you got to suck your own toes, Cannon. Physically can't Get to sucking, go. Cannon breaks his... Take my shoe off. Cannon breaks his fucking leg to suck his toes. (laughs) I don't even think I can get my foot to my face. But, uh... Well, hell, the man actually sucks some toes in uh, one of these movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a mouthful of foot in this part. And then the other one, he says the N-word. <laughs> he does, guys. Several times. Yeah, Several, yeah. yeah it's That's like, like I, I, I will say, I love Pulp Fiction. It is a very formative movie for me, but goddamn... Tarantino, why? Tarantino, you don't look good in anything like you play. Like, in From Dust Till Dawn, you are a rapist pedophile that loves to suck toes. In Pulp Fiction, you say the N-word a lot. What's going on, bud? It's cool. He knows Samuel L. Jackson. Well, and... Because the thing is, is Tarantino is kind of a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, he, he played a, a shitty dude in Desperado, and he was just like a cameo in that. Yeah. There's about 60 to 65% of Tarantino movies that I like, and that's across all of them. Like, that's, that's cumulative. Yeah. Like, my favorite one's Jackie Brown because it's the least Tarantino of all the movies. Uh, yeah. Um, I, don't, I, I need to rewatch that movie. I feel pretty similar about both of these. I like From Dusk Till Dawn better. 
because unlike like they're most of Pulp Fiction I like well enough. Like it's, it's not it's it's Tarantino, so it's it's not bad. But Tarantino's very derivative, and I still haven't forgiven him for that Superman speech from Kill Bill Volume Two, <laughs> which is wildly inaccurate at best, and shows a gross misunderstanding of the character. Um, I, I mean, I, I this just in: Tarantino's directing the next Superman movie. I would blow up Warner Brothers. <laughs> we didn't say like, that. that was what if a- it's starring Nicolas Cage? I will wait to see the preview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the monkey paw curls with C4 in tow. Um, you heard it here first. Jimmy wants to blow up a theater. No, 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 no. A movie studio. That's no, 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 no. Y'all going to make me work too hard for this episode? Jesus Christ in heaven. Okay, right. so from dusk till dawn is my pick, but this is like fifty-one to forty-nine percent. Like, I, this is one I don't give a flying fuck which one wins. I'm kind of in the same boat. I kind of. I will say for like, because for me, Pulp Fiction was like the movie that really got me into movies. Yeah, like it's like holy shit, you can tell a movie out of order, you can do all this stuff. It. You know, I saw it at the right age. Like, if you see this at, like, 14, it, like, blow your mind. <laughs> and, and, like, it is a very influential movie. Um, yeah. And, and I love From Dust Told Dawn, even though I really, I wish I had not had that movie spoiled for me. I didn't, and I was so glad. Because yeah. that twist fucked me up. Yeah. Because uh, we, we have a mutual uh, that was talking to Cannon, and he was just like, no idea. And then he was like, wait, what? There are vampires in this movie? Shit. Spoilers. I, I will say, I, I told I told this to Pat. I would explain this on the podcast. But when I originally saw this movie, I saw this with my dad. Oh, Wild, wow. uh, by the way. <laughs> I was a kid, watch. actually. I was I was uh, very young. I think I like about eight or nine. Watch watched Toe Sucking, but not well, World War II. Okay, that's the thing, though. All the naughty parts or whatever, my dad covered my eyes. So it's kind of <laughs> funny to rewatch it and be like, Oh, <laughs> like, like just so, like, so that's wow. like that's like ninety percent. I was about of the to movie. say like you you saw the opening credits and then the final credits. Like, what a great movie, Dad! <laughs> like like your like your dad's over here, your hand for so your hand for so like just like a handprint across your face. <laughs> no, it, it was no no, uh, it, but it was just so funny because like we were about to start it and I looked at it and like the title was from dusk till dawn. I was like, I was like, it's a vampire movie, and he looks at me and my dad was terrible at you know keeping stuff hidden he's like have you seen this before i'm like no and i'm just eating popcorn <laughs> and i'm like i was literally eating like we had a popcorn and he was like how 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 did you know i'm like i don't know dust till dawn sounds like a vampire hey. movie and yeah it was a fucking vampire movie and it was fucking great i i will say for for me as well not to distract from anybody like i rated these the same and i rewatched it still good um yeah it's kind of weird Weird match, not weird matchup, but no. I'm gonna go with Pulp Fiction. My 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 hats for Pulp Fiction. I I do I, in terms of some stuff that happens in Pulp Fiction, I'm just like, yeah, this fucking rocks. So oh, yeah, <laughs> like like honestly, like the only bit about Pulp Fiction that I just loathe is the the one scene with Tarantino where he says the N-word a lot. That's, Why do you because say Because there, there's no reason there's for no it. There's no fucking reason. You can't but, hide behind Sam Jackson forever, Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, like, I think what m- makes me go Pulp Fiction 
over from Dust Till Dawn, not only just the nostalgia factor, but to me, I think the characters are a lot stronger in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like, like, I get I mean, that. You always remember Marcellus Wallace, you know. Because from Dust Till Dawn, you don't need characters. It, it, it's yeah. a vampire movie. You just need Selma Hayek doing that dance. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I'd argue like the first half of it like isn't a vampire movie, though. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, a, it is just kind yeah. of, you know, like a normal like crime movie and then just goes off the rail. And that's why I'm jealous of the people who, like, didn't know what it was going in. Same. Like, I'm super jealous. Super la- jealous. When we recorded the initial, like, talking about this, when you guys said, what would you think about that twist? I was like, what twist? And I forgot that, like, that was a twist technically. Like, because at the time, I was just like, oh, vampires. Like, this is a vampire movie, obviously. What yeah. can it be? So, Yeah. And there was like a, a, a like a lot of my memory that I, of the beginning of that movie that I just like didn't remember. Like I'd always remember like the other half, but then like I remember one day like years ago I finally sat and watched the whole movie in its entirety, and I was just like a lot of it felt very new to me, <laughs> you know, well, in a I weird mean, sort of way. Like that's like that's the same sort of symptom of you don't have to write big memorable or memorable characters when you know what twist is coming like you you build your movie around that twist everything else takes a back seat yeah and it's just sort of it really highlights like what white people prefer <laughs> like subjectively because like i am and i think it's pulp fiction is most is very responsible for like i'm a very much a very character driven person and like that monologue like i mean there's already like quotable shit that monologue though, uh, between Ezekiel 2517 like with like with Samuel Jackson talking towards the end with the with uh, uh, Tim Roth yeah mm-hmm. and he's just like he's just like hey I'm a fucking evil guy and I'm gonna fucking kill you basically I'm not gonna watch it for yourself because the yeah. monologue's so fucking good and, and just sort of how that monologue evolves through the movie like like I'll say it like the tyranny of evil men like I'm like uh, 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 what no, th- that is my favorite Tarantino anything. <laughs> yeah, because because I like I like Tarantino's movies, and but there is sort of this very flippant, ironic edge to it that as I've gotten older, I've become less patient with. He's an edge lord. Yeah, he, he very much not is. as much as like say Eli Roth. Or like yeah, but I mean they crowd. are friends, which yeah. is telling. But no, like Tarantino's an edge lord, and, and honestly, like e- Ro- I'm sorry, Eli Roth would not have a career without Tarantino. No, not at all, not but, even in the slightest. Uh, but this is like a genuine moment of like human emotion of like Sam Jackson being like, I am a shit person, but I am striving to do better. And then also like my my theory of how that's also like a commentary on like quote pulp fiction or pulpy or genre fiction as a whole and yeah it's yeah the only reason why we're voting for it is because we did that you know that episode about we, it we did that we did. I'm about to say if you want to hear us talk in depth about pulp fiction go check out the very first installment of our incredibly infrequent movie discussion <laughs> series. <laughs> we'll back eventually. It's not dead. It's no. not dead. No way. Not Unlike dead. Unlike Tanner's podcast. Like the uh, late takes. No, no I, will say, I will say, this Pulp Fiction was the single movie where I was like, oh yeah, I don't need to rewatch this. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know this yeah. movie backwards and forwards. Like yeah. I could probably quote it to you right now. 
Like, God, I wish Do I could it. remember how old I was. I'm when not I doing that one scene. <laughs> I wish I could remember how old I was when I saw the movie for the first time. I know I was young. I know I was too young to, like, I guess, legally be watching it, you know, with ratings and whatnot. But still, like, it's like you said, like, man, it's like that's that's when you kind of that's when you kind of know that, like, well, you know what? Movies are rad. Yeah. <laughs> Cody and JoJo forced me to watch it in the basement. And uh, I was 12 years old. <laughs> that sounds really bad. It does sound really bad, <laughs> but we just watched the movie. And I remember mm-hmm. them showing me Kill Bill, but I fell asleep. Yeah. So I never got to watch Like Kill The Bill. closest thing I can think of, I'm pretty sure I was like 10 when I saw my first Die Hard movie, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm. And, that's, and that's a pretty... Also got Sam Jackson. Yeah, also. But, um, but man, I love both of these movies. Um, God. Uh, like I said, like Pulp Fiction, I... I I love that movie. Did not have to watch it. From Dust Till Dawn, it's been some years, but again, I, I remember everything in that movie. Um, but, like, Pulp Fiction, to me, is going to get the edge because, you know, it's just it's just in the zeitgeist. It's, it's there. Pulp Fiction. It's Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's literally pop culture. It's... Like, if there it's is... It's Coca-Cola. It's fucking... Yeah, it's so... Like, outside of The Matrix and Jurassic Park, probably, like, the most influential movie on this list. Yeah, I yeah. agree. All right. What'd you, what'd your pick? Uh, my pick was going to be from Dust Till Dawn, because, oh, okay. like, I just really love that. Uh, no shades in Pulp Fiction, but, like, I just kind of preferred that that genre edge that yeah 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 because like I like goopy monster fighting and yeah (laughs) I guess obviously you can say like the characters are like more like substantive and both would have like they're like whereas the characters in from that design are a little more like action figure which you know that that both do things uh, very well in different capacities and but I just think from that design is a more Fun movie, like to me, it's the easier of the two to watch. Robert Rodriguez is a more yeah. fun director. I mean, I Robert Rodriguez is a, is a really I, I fun don't director. disagree with that. Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, plus, like, uh, as someone who saw Desperado recently, that's a really yeah. fucking fun movie. Desperado is fantastic. Have you seen the original El Mariachi? It's not easy to find. I. Uh, it's true. The trilogy's at Best Buy on Blu-ray. Yeah. I saw it there. You know what? No disrespect to friend of the show, uh, Danny Trejo. I mean, know. yeah, but you know. Man, I, I love both of these movies, but yeah. But it's it's kind of hard to it argue is what it is. <laughs> the pedigree of Pulp Fiction was like literally one of the most famous American movies of all time. Yeah, no shade from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, either, I have so. shade. So. Oh. It's probably hot, so oh. it needs it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, no, it's nighttime. It's from dusk until dawn. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, the sun's gone down. In Mexico, so it gets hot down there. No, not, at nighttime it gets cold. Didn't you see Wild Wild West? Do you not know when anything the about that area? Trying to get gym west? When the What's wrong with you? Why do you think Desperado? Why do you, why do you think they why don't wear? Why don't you come to your senses? Like, yeah. Why do you think they have fires? It's not going to be What's night all day. They keep the spiders away. That's true. <laughs> I love how that blended into like three different bits. That was fucking funny. A lot happening. A lot happening. We're basically the podcast equivalent to the musical technique known as counterpoint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that's right. a great way to describe us. So. Wrapping up block D, we uh, exiting, we have Princess Mononoke going against Pulp Fiction. And just to recap, the road so far, because we know it's been a long winding one. Sorry. And uh, in block A, uh, we had the, the two remaining movies, The Matrix going against Boogie Nights. 
Block B, we have Jurassic Park going up against the Iron Giant. We have Good Villas go up against the Truman Show. <laughs> and lastly, of course, Princess Mononoke go up against Pulp Fiction. What a weird fucking group. I only got <laughs> God. one of those wrong. I got all of those fucking right. Wait, are we talking about that now? Or? No. Oh. Technically, no, but since y'all have already said it. <laughs> I also only got one wrong. I'm going to wait for the suspense. So, sorry. I, <laughs> now that we kind of said our big pieces about the movie, uh, I think that the ongoing deliberation will be a little quicker. Hopefully. So, uh, <laughs> most of us do have work. What do you got to do in the morning? Uh, I feel I like I have in. to be up. Before, well, like, I know the three of us got to be up at like what? The, the, Seven ish. Yeah. I get up at eight. So, still, so, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to take, uh, take a Damn. break. And then we'll get on to the second portion of the tournament. Uh, see you after the jump. All right, welcome back. Uh, time to to get on with the with the tournament and figure out how exactly we're gonna name the best movie because at block A we have two very big contenders. We have The Matrix going against Boogie Nights. So, what are our feelings about this matchup? <laughs> Boogie Nights. Uh, Matrix. I love Boogie Nights. I love Matrix. Uh, it's not a five-star movie for me. Uh, Boogie Nights, on the other hand, dick swinging, <laughs> murder, hard cream disagree, pies, cum. hard disagree. Hugo weaving. Boogie Nights, hundred percent. I mean, I'm, I'm with Colt. Boogie Nights. Uh, oh, I, I do think Matrix is good, but it's not a five-star movie. I'm sorry. Right, it Ooh. just changed the entire landscape of film. That's all. Ooh, and also, I, I, we're talking about the worst I highly nerd. disagree. <laughs> with. Oh, like, I will Wait, say, created like, the what? The worst kind of nerd, the trench coat nerd. Not real. Not really. Didn't create them, but but it gave us JP for Grandma's them. boy directly. He's from the Matrix. Boogie Nights is great. The Matrix has guns and like kung fu fights. Oh, but, but, but it has but, stuff that doesn't really hold but up. Boogie Nights has guns and kung fu. Yeah, the Matrix but, I mean, the movie the came out in 99, though. Yeah, but they didn't. They had prosthetic penises. <laughs> that rubber movie. dick didn't hold up from Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah, that rubber penis was fake as fuck. <laughs> I think it looked better than... I was about to say, it looked pretty good. Yeah. Say that dick was better than Bullet Time, I'll kick you out of my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if that and, dick and, was and, in Bullet Time, maybe... <laughs> that, now, that would be interesting. And, and, and like... Pat said uh, d during the break, like, fucking Carrie Ann Moss said, would you dodge this? <laughs> fucking hype as shit. I'm sorry. And, like... Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence Fishburne. As far as just, like, subtext and themes, I think The Matrix is a lot more interesting. And, like, uh, the thing is, I've done a complete one. I used to not really care for The Matrix. And oh. then, like, I... This is probably one of... If not my favorite movie on the bracket. Mm. I'm hard. The I'm boogie nights. You're hard. <laughs> I, I'm I'm still boogie uh, nights. Uh, Both of these. Wow, man, Wenzel Colt just hating on trans people. Oh wow, <laughs> you hate sex workers. <laughs> um, I, both of these movies are great. Again, I watched Boogie Nights uh, recently. It's it's fantastic. Um, but the influential edge alone has got to go to the Matrix. And like Boogie Nights is not even PTA's best movie. 
If, if more people like bullet dodge fucking cum shots and boogie nights, it'd probably be winning this battle. <laughs> Just if there was, yeah, if there was like a ball of cum flying at ballistic speed with like airways behind it, maybe. Oh yeah, I'd totally be screaming boogie nights. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no wait. I thought you were talking about in the Matrix. My bad. Either or. that that was the porn period to the Gatrix. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I for me, my edge goes to the Matrix because the Boogie Nights is a is a good fun movie, but I feel like I have the least involvement with it because, like, while I did enjoy it, it didn't really resonate with me. It didn't really stay with me. I mean, obviously, Twink Icon, John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> cannot forget. Uh, but in, I, not to disparage uh, Boogie Nights anyway. It's still a really fun movie. But to, like, to me, The Matrix has uh, much more staying power and just turns like it's, it's visual elements and just like, and to, to, for nothing of it, it's like queer coding and like how influential that is and like just like the the longevity and careers that you know the Wachowskis have had as trans icons, to me is more to me is more interesting and like more impressive. But, yeah, yeah, fair, fair. But, wait, for me, for me, it's uh, the Matrix. All right, and, and like before we move on, like to me, I have to be in the mood for Boogie Nights, and also Boogie Nights is pretty long. Oh, like, like I can throw the Matrix on any time and be fine. I'm, I'm the complete opposite. Matrix, I have to be in the. I feel like being pretentious today. Mood to watch. Oh it. fuck off! Wait, what? I'm fucking with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I could throw both of them on and be fine. I like them, but but you know, but I so. really do think that Matrix is a harder watch. In the sense is, I I don't feel like watching it all the time. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. So uh, it looks like we have four for the Matrix and two for Boogie Nights. So yep. the Matrix will proceed. Very well, very well. Now coming up to the next uh, quadrant, we have Block B with Jurassic Park against Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Iron, Iron Giant. I'm Iron Giant again. <laughs> that robot at the end of the movie when it goes uh, the, the, the animation mode. is just still so boom, incredible. Boom, boom. Mm. Uh, as a kid, there was one move. There, there was like. Like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and Jurassic Park, I just had on fucking repeat. It, I'm sorry, Jurassic Park. It's just like, like with the previous example, like if I was given a choice between these movies, I would pick Jurassic Park every time. I think we're getting fucked over by the millennials, Wendell. I think so. <laughs> um, I will say, at the time when I was a kid, when I watched this, I was like, hmm, those dinosaurs need feathers, so. <laughs> Let me ask you, have you two tried growing the fuck up? Motherfucker! <laughs> wait a minute, wait, no, no, you're the one that hasn't grown up, you chose fucking Jurassic Park! I haven't chosen yet. Fuck you, yeah, then. <laughs> Co-champion hasn't chosen yet. I, I mean, For all you know, I could pick the Iron Giant. I know you're not. Say it. What are you going to pick? Say it. I honestly don't know. I'm still deciding. I, mean, I love both. both. like excellent movies. But think about it, though. Well, Lord Dern's in Dress Park. But the, uh, the Iron Giant has two sexy people, the uh, friendly man and the mom. So Yeah. Because like, it's one of those things like I personally would rather watch the Iron Giant because I like it more. Truth. Jurassic Park is Jurassic Park. And it is uh, like a 51-49 split for me on this one. 
Well, I retract the yelling. I'm sorry. Well, I appreciate, <laughs> I mean, I appreciate I was, that. I, technically, I was just bidding, but it did. I felt like it did come off really aggressive. It was, it was pretty grumpy. Yeah, it was pretty grumpy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it, it is pretty late, so people are getting a little cranky. Yeah, they're fighting. I sleep. could go on for another five hours. And uh, then, then we'll see where we'll be. A six foot erection with a cheeseburger on the end of it. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what happens when it's under a full moon. It's pretty wild. Uh, um, I guess I'll go if you would. Yeah. Uh, if you want. Both movies are great. Meow. Love them both to death. But again, Jurassic Park's Jurassic Park. Like. I, I, I mean, you can't beat the music, my man. Just like that shit's hype as fuck. It's just that, and it's just like, um, and again, the animation in the Iron Giant is great. But I feel like there's like, like the advances in CGI. Like this was what ninety three. Yeah. Like that shit still holds the hell up today. And even though I like the Matrix, spoiler alert, more than Jurassic Park, like the CGI in Jurassic Park holds up better than the Matrix, and. The Matrix came out like at the end of the decade, and plus, like just yeah. like all the practical effects in the in Jurassic Park still look great. I mean, they're just now adding practical effects to Jurassic World three, and they don't they even they don't look as good as and as lifelike as the first Jurassic Park does. Because when because there, there's a. a to go off a little bit of a tangent here. There's <laughs> a uh, a video that popped up of the Jurassic part T-Rex and the Gigasaurus from Jurassic World and it's pretty noticeable the difference in like the character and I guess vivaciousness of the two and that just goes to the strength of Jurassic Park's like ability as like a film. Yeah, I've got to go with Jurassic Park and I I love them both, but Jurassic Park was more formative. And honestly, at this point, I was hoping Groundhog Day would have gone forward instead of Iron Giant. So, you know, I mean, both these movies are excellent. Like, and I think honestly, like if I had watched the Iron Giant when I was a kid more than I did Jurassic Park, this would be switched. All right, Candy, did you choose already? I did. Jurassic Park. Okay. And I know how I rated these on Letterboxd, and I gave that little bit of an edge to Jurassic Park, so I'll have to lean with that. So Jurassic Park will advance in this instance. Overrated, I'll say that. Oh, I don't agree with that. I, I think it's a three-and-a-half-star movie. Oh, oh wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute. It's overrated because you were, like, negative what? ten when the yeah. fucker came out. I okay. watched it Okay, uh, you, know what? you know what? Here, okay. I, I rated Iron Giant higher than Jurassic Park, but put me down for Jurassic Park. I do not. I do not agree with that. I do not agree with that at all. God. I'm already mad that we have the Matrix here. I so. stopped listening oh, to Cole oh when he God. said Tombstone's not one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, it is though. Mm, it is. It is. It, it, I mean, you're wrong, Cole. Look, I'm sorry. There's not a 75-hour anime that not didn't make the list, but you know, still I, these the movies, movies are, only an hour and a half. Sorry, Cole, I gotta just let you sit over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too afraid right now. <laughs> I gotta so, I gotta I gotta protect myself. <laughs> so in the top half of the bracket, it will be Matrix facing off against Jurassic Park. Also a really fun like combo movie. The dinosaurs versus like fetishes with guns. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> But we're going to take a detour down south 
and see what will be the matchup bet- outcome between Goodfellas versus the Truman Show. Truman Show. This is tough. Um, I'm, but right out of the gate, I'm going to say Truman Show. Truman Goodfellas Show. is good, but Truman Show is it's in a classic. Now, I, I, this is the first time I saw it. Goodfellas I'm going to love it forever. Goodfellas is a classic. It's just that <laughs> Truman Show is truly just better. Yeah. Like, I love them both with all my heart, but Truman Show means more to me on a personal level. That's fair. Ooh. Uh, all right, I, Joe, Ken? I, I mean, I guess I have to say Goodfellas because I haven't seen Truman Show. Uh, Truman Show is a great movie, but it's fucking Goodfellas. <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> My bracket just got really Man, fucked up. Man, my bracket's getting weird. <laughs> Let me just say this. My bracket got real fucked up, too. I, 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 I'm, I'm really anxious to watch the Truman Show now that everyone's like really like high on it. Yeah. You know, Cole, you might have something with the standing during the show. I can like move around from the mic if I choose. Well, you know, I like this shit. Well, you know, there's a whole thing about like standing desk and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, hey, first standing podcast. All standing, all the time. Maybe. <laughs> Stand and deliver. I mean, I'll take it when my back feels like ass. What are you doing? It. Yeah, um, I feel you there. It, 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 they're both incredibly strong movies. I rated them both the same. They're both oh, four-star movies damn. to me. I, I guess... <clears throat> I feel like I was more engaged with Goodfellas, though. Now we have to have tie oh, oh, fuck! Damn it. And, like, I, to take nothing away from Truman Show, but I do feel like I was not 100% invested in the story. And it had, like, a really prescient, like, like narrative and, like, kind of been very predictive of what the future would become. But I think I was just, I was just more compelled by the story that was in Goodfellas, which is why it gets my vote. But that leaves us at a, at a dead heat right now. How do we break the tie? Well, do, look, okay. do we call like, somebody? No, like, yeah, think, no. Which show like, no, no. has the most N-words here's, and that one's the worst? Here's the thing. <laughs> the, who says and like this, the most? This will fuck my bracket, so I'm not saying this because of my love for Truman Show. If we're being fair, JoJo hadn't seen it. Yeah. So his vote might not ought to count. That's true. Truman. But... I mean, we've we've also vote like we've also voted in the past for. Yeah, but none of those votes actually mattered. No, that is they true. canceled each other. Out. Like yours canceled each other out. My vote for Tombstone didn't matter. Fuck all in the face of Mononoke. <laughs> so, or we we pick one person from each side. We do rock paper scissors. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> you know what we could do though? We could get Darwin, show him a picture of Goodfellas and Truman Show. Whichever one he barks at, I'll be a tie again. Yeah, he, he's just gonna bark at anything that's put in front of him. That's Darwin. Uh, let, let's test it out. Let's let's you know. We, we don't have time for your consarn right. fangled right, ways. All right, all right. Shit! What was that? <laughs> it was oh fuck! I um, I, I don't know what to do here. I mean, I, I mean, we could we I mean, could flash ahead a bit. Would anybody vote for either one of these over the Matrix? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> 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 
Okay, when's this turn into a werewolf again? I mean, again? if we need to like break the tie, I'll revoke my vote. No, no, no. no, no, uh, no. no. I mean, th- we have two options. We can either just say his vote, do- their vote doesn't count, or we just Frank up. Let's call him. Or we don't want Frank fucking or eleven thirty. Nobody. What would you? You want your brothers or Tanners? No. Exactly. I do think it's funny, like off on that bit, that even though Cody didn't participate in this tournament, we still had a Cody bit where like one movie is just like, uh, why is that here? Because like, you know, because Gross oh. Point Blank is this year's <laughs> mound, this Grape Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so the spirit of Cody lives on in this tournament. Uh, I mean, we could do the rock, paper, scissors, but I don't know if that's fair. I just think that your vote shouldn't count. <laughs> In Damn. this specific moment, because you haven't seen the Truman. Okay. I mean, okay. I haven't about, seen the Truman. Show. How about we do this? How about we we do a vote about how we're gonna vote? <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> Who votes that JoJo's vote shouldn't count? I think that. There, fine. That it's fair. I, I okay. mean, that, I mean that makes the most sense. All right. So by uh, default. <laughs> uh, Truman Show advances. Not Jesus this fall. It had more than. I said default. Fucks my bracket. So, Truman uh, Show has one uh, block C, but who will be the winner coming out of block D, which is Princess Mononoke going against Pulp Fiction? <sighs> Princess Mononoke. That's my vote. Princess Mononoke. You don't have to ask me. Princess Mononoke does not say the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good. That's a very good. As much as I love Pulp Fiction, I gotta go Mononoke. And Shem hasn't seen Mononoke, no. so... They can't really contribute there. No. Canon? Yes. Uh, well, uh, both are great. Uh, it's still going to Pulp Fiction. For me, it's an easy choice. It's Princess Mononoke. Just a, just a pinnacle of animation. So, the two combatants and the southern portion... <laughs> Other bracket is the Truman Show versus against Princess Mononoke. If you, <laughs> fuck. If no. you would have told me that before we started, I would have told you you would be a crazy person. Wow. Because my- this, this 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 episode has thrown me for a loop. I also would have said that you're a crazy person. Listeners, I hope y'all are just as angry <laughs> as I am. Yeah, I'm mad too. This is how it always goes. <laughs> like everyone no gets one fucking is, mad. No one's happy. Everyone's pissed. <laughs> no. I'm I mean, I'm not like angry, angry. I'm show oh, angry. Same. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm not mad enough for homicide. I am having a delight. This is so chaotic. Oh, I'm having fun. Don't get me I, wrong. I do appreciate that I've once again managed to come in with a thing that I deeply love that most of you were sort of iffy on. And then you all found out that you really loved it. And it's gone way fucking farther than we expected. You know, we have payday. <laughs> is, is Truman Show going to be the payday? <laughs> <laughs> I would actually agree. It is the payday of this fucking right? bracket. See, I have good taste, goddammit. Yeah, at times. You know what? Oh. You know what? I mean, I agree. It's all subjective. It's all subjective. I said one is objective. Eventually, I would like to watch uh, Evangelion. I just don't have that kind of time. I don't think you would like it, to be honest. It, 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 it's good, but it's a miserable watch. I don't know. I don't know. You could, you can go either way, and honestly, just give it a try. I might. That's what I say. I'm not One like day. cult. I mean, you can give it a try, but it is depressing as hell. Then I'm probably not going to watch it then. That, 
They, I can't just not tell them that. No, I appreciate like, the warning. It is very, like, you have to tell people going in. Like, this like sh- I'm depressed enough normally. I don't need the help. Yeah. Now, I will say the movies, like the rebuilds, they're less? still pretty. There's well, they're happier, but they're, they're they're happier. But the way it ends is very different. I will say that. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. That's so our fun. final four are The Matrix, Jurassic Park, The Truman Show, and Princess Mononoke. Like half of that was totally expected, <laughs> and then the other half. <coughs> All righty. Fucking chaos. So, going back to the northern per- portion of this tournament, The Matrix versus Jurassic Park. Matrix. 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 Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Candor was like, oh. <laughs> I was actually going to say Jurassic Park because I feel without Jurassic Park, there is no Matrix. I say That's ju- just me. I say Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean, you're probably, I, I think you're right. I just prefer the Matrix. Yeah. I, I mean, and just like personally, as like a trans person, like the Matrix speaks to me more than Jurassic Park. I don't know. I, I, love, I love both of these movies. Oh yeah. Like they're they're for me they're both like excellent like five stars. And, like four and a half yeah. five star movies. Wore both of the VHSs out like a mad person at my grandparents' house. My uncle had a mad stash. My uncle got me into movies. That's he created this monster you see before you today. <laughs> and um and uh, like I've said before, I'd pick a movie and just wear it out for like, I'd watch it like a stupid amount of times for some reason. Jurassic Park being one of them. The Matrix obviously did it with that as well. But yeah, Jurassic Park's my vote. I mean, no no shame, no shade whatsoever to The Matrix. I mean, at a certain point, one of these has to win. So like... <laughs> so Pat, Pat, what do you think? Um, which is interesting because they, they're both rated 4.5. Wow. On... My letterbox, but I know which one I lean to. It's the Matrix. All right. All right, there you go. So that movie, The Matrix, has won the northern portion yeah. of the best nineties movie bracket. But we still have to figure out who will win in the southern southern division, which is the Truman Show versus Princess Mononoke. Good job, Keanu. Uh, Princess I mean, Mononoke. That's my vote. I mean, I might as well abstain. You know, I'm going Truman Show. Or I mean, our votes cancel each other out. Yeah, because you haven't seen so. Mononoke, and they haven't seen. Yeah. So you might as well fill in for Mononoke for JoJo with an X. Yeah. You know. What about <coughs> the canon? Yeah, it really comes down to you four, three, <coughs> two. Because half one. is already technically <laughs> gone. Mm. One, mm. two, three. No, no, no Pat Colt. Yeah. Can you? Because me. Oh, oh, yeah. Because me. Sorry, you're right. Because he hasn't seen yeah. Mononoke, or I haven't seen the Truman Show. Right. So you see, number uh, numbers are a thing that this is this is going with Wenzel. So there are four people who haven't <laughs> voted whose votes count, and that would be you four. So your votes, your four votes, those are the things that are things like comes into you you four. So there's like, there's two neutral bits. I, I will say cheeseburgers go well with fries. Bacon barbecue <laughs> hamburger. Hey, brave take. Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Take it easy. You know my best part, of, my favorite part about this thing? I'm done watching these fucking movies so I can finally watch the Batman again. Hell yeah. That's the whole thing that's been back in my mind. It's like something I in the go, way and it's I 90s just movies. I this so I can get to Batman. <laughs> something right. uh, in my ass. I, um, I guess I'm going. I got to... Oh, man. Well, my heart's saying 
the Truman Show. You hate nature, and you want it all to burn to hell. That's, that, that's, <laughs> not, that's not accurate at all. If that's what your heart says. Well, I mean, Miyazaki did says. cover up war crimes. So, Truman Show, Truman, mm-hmm. Mononoke, Mononoke. Personally, me. <laughs> God damn it, I can't give you a straight face. I was going to say something off the fucking wall, but I can't give you a straight face. I was going to say... Princess Mononoke, okay. but I was gonna say something fun. I don't know, like um, and I it, it's easy for me. It's Princess Mononoke. Okay. So with three official votes against the one official vote, it's The Matrix versus Princess Mononoke okay for the best movie of the 1990s AYCH edition. But which one wins? Well, I'm abstaining. Princess Mononoke. That's Shocker. So what do you think? Because I know, I know where I land. There, there was only two movies in the entire bracket that I gave five stars to. One being Beau Travol, the other being Princess Mononoke. As much as I love The Matrix, I I can't deny just the the artistic animation and Princess Mononoke. Shit. Mine is I'm, I'm, Princess Mononoke, obviously. So, I mean, that means it wins. I mean, there's... Because, I mean, I'm going Matrix, yeah. obviously. Matrix. I'm going Matrix, yeah. And technically... I you, can't vote. You, you can't vote, but you could say Matrix. So I mean, I would tie, say Matrix, but... Yeah. But, yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> yeah, it's a tie. It's like that uh, one season of RuPaul. <laughs> Two winners! <laughs> no, I mean, this is the exact same situation we just had where the vote would matter, so I, I have to abstain. Yeah. So I guess by that reckoning, is Princess Mononoke the best movie of the 1990s? Yeah! Oh, that's actually who I had winning. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Let me tell you, my whole thing got fucked up after the first round. First <laughs> round, I was completely fine. Got everything right. Then second round, everything fucking wrong. Yeah, because like for me, like the top bracket, the top couple brackets, I was I was spot on. That bottom bracket. <clears throat> No. It was like so. Like we we can talk about this now. Yes. Okay. So like so second round, I initially had like for some reason I thought maybe a lot of people like Boogie Nights more than Matrix. No, Boogie Nights got fucking killed. Uh, then it was uh, Iron Giant versus Jurassic Park. I had Iron Giant. No, Jurassic Park. Then fucking Goodfellas against the Truman Show. I actually thought Goodfellas would win. Truman Show won. And then fucking I had um, Pulp Fiction against Princess Mononoke. I actually got that right. Princess Mononoke winning. But then Princess Mononoke going against Truman Show. It's like, okay, I kind of got that right because I did bump Princess Mononoke. But I thought fucking Boogie Nights would beat uh, Iron Giant. And then it would be Boogie Nights winning over Princess Mononoke. But no, none of this happened. <laughs> so fuck. So how, overall, how many did you get correct? I would, I would fucking say, I guess... Entire first round, and then second round one, and then I guess final round um, nothing. So yeah. So number, uh, sorry, I should say I guess ten. Ten right. Ten right. All right, Joe, with your brackets, uh, how did you fare? How many did you get correct? So I got one, two, because I got, I basically got the entire top right. So. Matrix beating basically Matrix doing a queen clean sweep, and then I got Goodfellas right, and and th- 
and the Truman Show ride, but I did not get Tombstone. Uh, or I, I, I said I thought Tombstone was going to go not ten. I've got eleven placements right, but the thing is, I said for like the first thing that Scream and Boogie Nights would win, they'd fight. But I said Boogie Nights would move on, uh, which it did, didn't it? Or what moved on? It was Matrix against Boogie Nights, and then Matrix won that. Oh, shit, yeah. So I got 10 right. Cannon? <clears throat> well, going here, um, by my official predictions, not what I thought was going to go, my official bracket predictions, I got four, five, six. Only got seven, because, like, I thought, <clears throat> I actually thought uh, Jurassic Park would get it there. I had, I, yeah. Are, are we going with our prediction? What we thought was going to happen too? Just or? Like how many you get right? I just got seven. All right, Jim, ten. So well, we have like a, a three-way tie for get for predictions for the tournament. Pretty good, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. Now, if you remember at the very beginning of the show, I asked the gang what they thought the years would would have the most representation of all the sixty-nine move. Uh, movies that were submitted and according to my research there was actually a three-way tie for third place for most movies because 1995 1996 and 1999 both all three got eight movies each okay the Damn. second most uh represented year uh was 1994 yeah with nine movies and then the most represented movie the most represented year in the tournament of overall was 1997 yeah. with 13 movies. Damn, okay. I got Where my... Where my five nominations were 97? So, like, literally everybody got first place right. Everybody voted 1997 to yeah. be the most popular <laughs> year. And I was going to give a point each for because there was three years for third place. So. Yeah. I think uh, overall, y'all did good with your predictions and your uh, insight there. I know this is probably the most fucking chaotic and just <laughs> brow-beating brow tournament we've had to date, but I think it's still <laughs> it's still an interesting result. Uh, according to AYZ, according to the lads, Princess Mononoke is the best movie of the 1990s. For better or for worse, that's the result. And that's what I wanted. That's what I believed in. And I got it. So uh, you get everything you want in life. There's no suffering or failures. <laughs> yeah, we definitely didn't suffer getting to the peak of this mountain. Oh, sorry. Let me do my cold impression. I don't agree. Disagree. I don't agree. Don't agree. <laughs> actually, don't wow. agree. That's actually Colt, really. There's, there's that's two of you. Oh my god. Good. Damn. I don't agree. That sounds like me. Is I this where? Is I, I, just I, hey, look. Close my eyes. I couldn't bit. tell who was talking. Is this where we reveal that Colt is also just one of Ken's personalities? See, like some deep war shit. <laughs> Colt was. Here. Colt's not real. It's been me the whole time. Actually, it was actually in just Cannon's head. like that's why we're rushing. Ken and I still have another hour to go where we can record the stuff he did as Frank talking over the stuff he did as himself and the stuff he did as Colt. Still, that's great. <laughs> I have to put it all together at the end of the gym. Hell yeah! You're doing a good job. When are they going to reveal that Justin's also Cannon? But I'm not Cannon. Oh, shit. That sounds like something Cannon would say as Justin. <laughs> no, wait, Justin's Cannon. Get it? He's Cannon to the, you know, our Cannon. Oh, wait I mean, a minute. Is Cannon <laughs> fake? <laughs> what the fuck? I might be. All righty. Save it for a non Cannon file. You have perhaps. to wake up. We all miss you. It's not your fault. Cole, is, I'm sorry. It's a coma dream. It's been 10 years. <laughs> um, I broke into your house. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you in your sleep. <laughs> 
Yeah, while, while you're in a coma, Wenzel went in there and just stole all your shit. <laughs> so, yeah, we made it to the end, folks. It's been a hell of a ride, but we did it. We achieved it, and now uh, we can get back to our lives. We can go back to watching movies as we want now. But in all seriousness, this was a fun time to, just to go through all these movies, see ones we haven't seen before, and, you know, it's, it's a great time. Yeah. Uh, look forward to next year's tournament where it's going to be just as infuriating. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, it, it'll definitely be a challenge, but a fun one to be sure. So thank you all so incredibly much <laughs> for listening to this episode. It, it, was, it was, in seriousness, a, a fun time. Be sure to check us out wherever podcasts are found on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor. Anywhere a podcast is found, you can probably count on us being there. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all those places. Helps us out, keeps us visible, puts it in front of these people. We always appreciate it when you do it. Follow us on our socials on Twitter and Instagram at AYCH Podcast and all you can hear on Letterboxd. And if you're listening this to the week it comes out, then on Thursday, there's a brand new episode of Caging Greatness, quite possibly the most important Caging Greatness of the year, because what will we be discussing, Jimmy? Motherfucker, I don't even know what day it is now. Um, massive talent. Thank you, yes. We will be... <laughs> we're going to watch, and we will be reviewing The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's a movie yes. we have been waiting for since last year. We are... To say that we're excited would be putting it mildly. Uh, our nipples could cut diamonds, okay? <laughs> we are we are thrilled. It's true. Yeah. And uh, we, might, we might just have a full house for that recording, too. Because, Possibly, yes. Because uh, if we don't, well, it'll at least be four of us. Cannon's other personality, Frank, is planning on being there. So, uh, in any case, uh, look forward to a <laughs> full Emilio. review of the unbearable weight of massive talent. It's going to be a good time. It'll be uh, well, probably the, in the first movies that the Cage crew have seen in the theater. Yeah, together. Yeah, I'm excited. It's exciting. Yes, excited. Excited. I'm, excited. I'm excited. Hey, uh, it, it is really exciting, but it's also uh, 15 minutes to midnight. <laughs> As, so, uh, last week, you can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. My name is Colt. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00. Look up the David Lynch sucking on panties video. That's please, it. Please don't. It, it's, look it it's up. It's cringe. Uh, oh, it's still warm. Honestly, Colt, I'm going to have to say I've seen gay men do way worse things for use underwear and to use underwear. So David Lynch putting panties in the mouth is kind of wholesome it's, and quaint to me. It's not that it's outrageous. It's just that it's wild, man. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> Folks, it's horny on main. Cannon... And I've been that Cannon Guy. You can follow me at that Cannon Guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Goodreads, and TikTok. And you don't have to look that video up, Colt, when it shows up on your Facebook profile for yeah. some fucking reason. You watch one <laughs> David Lynch movie. One. And that's why I'm going to go eat some dinner. I love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, buddy. Uh, hi, I'm Charles Styles, Mystery Diners. You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at J-O-N-I-A-B-O-I-24 and John Owens and 12 on Letterboxd. It's dark. <laughs> and Cannon turned out the lights on us. Uh, thank you for listening. Really, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm Winslow. You can follow me on Twitter at Winslow. You can follow my art Instagram at Board Winslow. Go to my link tree at my letterbox and my Goodreads on there where I review books and movies. It's a fun time. Uh, and also, too, I broke my record of 19 movies in a month. I watched 20. I Whoa. broke it with Tombstone. So. Big balls, yeah. Winslow. Yeah. Hit me up when you get 38. Okay. Punk ass bitch. Yeah, right. Colt went sicko earlier this year. Yeah, um, Captain Shimmy, you go find the Cajun Greatness link tree. All my shit's on there. I'm going home. 
Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Uh, to come back next week. We're like, holy shit, it's our fifth anniversary episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.